with her big dumb face. <laughs> the longest opening sequence. It's always been like crazy. Oh my god, it's so good, guys. We're, we're, we're not told, told that. that. Yeah, we do. We're not told that. It is written. It is written. <laughs> I didn't know that. Okay, was well, up uh, uh, quick toast. Let me unmute everybody. Cool. Uh, quick toast to uh, McCurdy. He finally made made good on his word to uh, make us a new intro. Uh, oh, he's no. I don't Hi, know McCurdy. <laughs> to, hey, to cheers, cheers. Mm-hmm. We did it, guys. Uh. McCurdy has been uh, strenuously we working did on his setup, and in the meantime, I have been, I've been pounding uh, this delicious Four Freedoms American whiskey. It's plastic. It's bottom shelf stuff, but it said Four <sighs> Freedoms, and based on this movie, that's all you about uh, America. F yeah, I was like, great, I'm gonna buy that. So, uh, I am. Uh, more than prepared for this uh, broadcast. McCurdy, did you figure out whatever you were trying to figure out? Yeah, no, it's fine. I wasn't. I was just trying to mess with the background a little bit before we went on. Not a big deal. Okay. Cool. Uh, otherwise, how are you guys doing? Not Great. too bad. Terrible. Nance, uh, how did your show go last night? It was good. It's glad we to were see all, you there. all there. You never took your shirt off once. Yeah. I exposed my whole belly briefly. Oh, really? No, you can't really see it. Coincidentally, this whole movie is about, not this whole movie, but part of this movie is about little half Asian babies. Beautiful, little Mm -hmm. hairless half Asian babies. So, um, don't say hairless about little girls. You're here. (laughs) You're here representing. Uh, Otherwise, let me. Flip to the uh, Edgerton did pretty which one decent like. saying Japanese stuff, except when he had to say several things in a row, then it got a little rough. But really, mm. but was that in character that he was kind of flubbing it a little bit? That's or what? true, that's true. It, like, is it a Danish American? Oh, okay, I don't know, I don't think so. Okay. But just you know, I like if you're of it though, it would make sense. He's an American. Yeah, if it was perfect, it it would be you know, it'd be like well, it's a little too perfect. The very so, first line you know. he had, I was like, oh, that was pretty good. Okay, but that that would be the point. That is that like you know, the director would be like, as a little, as a little too good. It was a little too professional. We know you did really good with your your Japanese lessons. Uh, pull back a little bit. Yeah, you know. So anyway, uh, okay. Let's do a let's do a quick intro and then we're gonna bring uh, a buddy of ours in. Good fellas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Okay. Okay. Now that McCurdy's chill. All right. So chill. Well, he was freaking out earlier, but Curdy knows what's up. He knew the moment he saw this movie, he knew what I was gonna talk about. So. Tetris is a movie that adores the video game whose story it tells and yet also realizes that simple adoration isn't enough. It contextualizes the socialist environment in which it was born while serving as a history lesson for any of you out there still naive enough to believe that communism is a good idea. Just like Christianity, capitalism understands you for what you are, a greedy, power-hungry devil. Like a video game, it harnesses this competitive drive by rewarding problem-solving. 
The more problems you solve, the more society rewards you with the capital to solve even more problems. Meanwhile, communism sees the inequality this breeds as a problem and therefore punishes those with a high score by redistributing their hard-earned points to lesser players. So even if someone makes a game that is loved by an entire planet, their income, and therefore the power to make more games or give to charity or whatever, is squandered by the government so they can grow fatter while paying your lazy-ass neighbor to keep taking days off work. Meanwhile, this is a fun movie about a guy who is nothing like your neighbor and risks life and limb to bring a simple falling block game to the world. Go Tetris, go America, yay capitalism, baby. That's what this was about? Go ahead, McCurdy. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, McCurdy. Talk shit. Go ahead. Talk shit? Go ahead. Now's your time. Talk shit. Go ahead. Talk shit. I I don't really have anything to to say shit about. That's right, Judy. You got nothing to say. You got nothing to say, McCurdy. I don't. don't Other than you knew I was going to. I knew you were going to go on this diatribe. You were going to go on your little (laughs) checky rant about about American capitalism and how great it is. America. You know, yeah, because uh, there's there's a there's a whole lot to unpack. There's a healthy dose of that. But uh, first off, though, we have uh, an old friend of ours we're going to bring in. Where's my clicker? There he is. Oh, oh there sir. he is. Oh, wait, wait. No, I got him. I got him. There he is. Unmuted. What's that crap uh, to your left? Are you good to go? Or say you... it. He's got to say it. It's me. I'm Kevra. Hey. You know what's in Kevra? No, he didn't say it. He didn't say it. <laughs> didn't say it. He meant to say America. Fuck yeah. That was. Uh, <laughs> I that's what he. I thought that's what we told him to say. Um, no one. Yeah, apparently not. That we didn't. Three of us don't say that. We sent this him a is fax. Non-alcoholic. It's so unless you guys light. said it while it I was, was getting so a beer or something because I had to go run away for the. Is that why you kept getting up? I kept watching you. And it's an American brand. He got Budweiser. He's drinking Bud. Oh god, I'm right. just gonna freak out. <laughs> Dude, huevos. No, that's Bud Light. Uh, Get his gun out. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Budweiser is safe. No, uh, all of uh, my my dad my dad straight up sent uh, me and all my brother in laws. He sent a video of him gunning down all of his because he got up to the lake and there he had a fridge with some Bud Light. So he took all the Bud Light. And lined it up in the woods with an AR-15. He mowed all of them down. <laughs> he, he pulled said, a kid rock. Yeah, we we're like, that's job, a waste Pop. of beer. So dumb. That's so dumb. Yeah, so who dumb. cares? It's well worth so it. Well here. worth the effort. But anyway, Stupid. so uh, yeah, we brought um, Kevra in because apparently he's our video game expert dude. So uh, yeah. especially when it comes to we've we've been watching his. Uh, Zelda videos regarding how to adapt. And um, uh, I just want to ask right off the bat, did you expect at all that a Tetris adaptation would be anything like what we got here? Dude, whenever I first heard that they were doing a Tetris movie, I was like, okay, companies are just like taking any IP that they can find, honestly. Yeah. Like I thought it was ridiculous, but I thought they were going to do it like, I don't know, like a like like battleship. They're just gonna make some crazy story yeah. or whatever. I didn't realize it's based on aliens are dropping story. blocks from the sky. We yeah. need a hero to didn't, twist uh, them so they land and then and then delete. You well, know? watching didn't this, college... I was hoping that McCurdy segment is gonna include a how true is the movie it to is. what actually that's, happened. That's the main. Sure. That's that's like the good chunk of it. But no, I think College yeah. Humor did that bit with like they're making a Tetris movie and it was like the. The ships oh, really? were like the 
I think they did that back <laughs> way back in the day. And I think yeah, it was before like they had said, oh, we were making this movie or whatever. So anyway, yeah. let's 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 jump into the, the slides. Do your thing, bro. So let's all get some let's all get ranked. Oh, what happened there? That was weird. There we go. Yeah. Don't know why that happened. But here we are. First up, there's Huevos. And is and he's wearing the Dolph Humanoid shirt. And Charlie's got his merch. And you know, I was Wait, most, yeah, the only guy on the planet cooler likes than Dolph everyone else in here because he has capitalism. He's cooler than all y'all. <laughs> I know that's not what he meant, but that's how I'm using it. Yeah, no, this no, guy. good use. He good use he got his merch. So yeah. let's uh, let's step into the world of uh, Tetris. And I did not prep myself because uh, I don't know what I was doing today, man. I. This is going to be a rough one. Let me tell you, I need to drink more booze. All right, let's let's just start. Get, let's just get okay, started, Mr. shall we? All right. So yeah, it's like a it's like when you're failing at Tetris. You know, all the blocks are all screwed up, and there's a mm -hmm. bunch of holes. Anyway, first a shout out Ooh. to the gaming historian, uh, where I got most of this information. So if you haven't checked out the gaming historian, he also does video game reviews. I've never watched. I don't know the guy personally. He does a lot of history videos, so he'll do history no videos way. of Mario, Mario Three. I don't know, Charlie or uh, Kevin. You've probably watched like a ton of his videos, right? I like, mean, not a ton, but I've definitely watched some. He's very good at what he does. So yeah, it goes in very a lot of details and behind the scenes. And so uh, I I watched a lot of his video to kind of get a a, gra a better grasp of what we were watching in the movie, of course. So with that said. This film takes many liberties in telling us its story for dramatic effect. Mm -hmm. Some things that did happen, like, for instance, Hank and Alexei did go out and drink in Russia. Uh, they became right. good friends and shared the love of programming. So that that whole scene, that was very much them. Uh, Hank did suggest to I Nintendo to scene. package. I absolutely Hank adored that scene. Yeah, to package to package this Tetris. Yeah, I have it. I have a copy of Tetris still nice. on Game Boy. Is, so is that um, original? Is that like the what you would have opened uh, up? Uh, it was made on Game Boy and, so many times. You know, I bet it looks like yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's probably from that era. Yeah, eighty nine, ninety. But yeah, like cool. Yeah, if you bought a Game Boy, you got Tetris. Uh, and yeah, he had suggested basically had it was similar oh, wait, sorry, to what? sorry. I'm. I, I, uh, did you get Tetris or did they have the option where it was like you could buy it with Super Mario or you could buy it with Tetris? I don't because in the movie it's like why not come he, with both games? Well, that's the thing. In the movie, he's like was, you could package you, it with Super Mario, or you could package it with Tetris and sell it to everybody. Did what was it like? Because uh, nowadays you would you would you'll go in and maybe you have an option. Back then, do you happen to know? Did you have the option Kevin of buying the Tetris know. one, or did you have uh, versus? I think the Mario it was one? just Tetris. I think it just came with Tetris, okay. but they ended up selling a bunch of the other ones uh, with Super Mario Land. It's so, crazy. Yeah, originally they I wanted to package it with this. Super Mario Land. Went with this game because this one's yeah. addicting. And this is where I'm like, know, it's this is where I'm like, I don't care about the like the strict facts of of you know what happened in reality. No, I know the, the right. fact that this this Russian game the the from a guy who made it on like a crappy old you know Russian outdated computer would that then work. supplant <laughs> Mario is so cool. It's that's yeah. so cool. But anyway, continue. but like the part of part of the out. Well, the, I didn't write this in my notes, but the part of that outdated computer it's more or less because it was Russia. Like a lot of the computers were based off of oh, older machines sure. that they could get 
that they could get outside the Iron Curtain. Everything in communist countries is outdated and terrible because they don't have any innovation and they rely on the West to innovate for them. And then they import their new products every 10 or 20 years. I Wait, got are we it. doing a movie I'm sure review personal or TED computers talk? at know. home were you know, not very powerful. <laughs> yeah, are we so doing Tetris? Could run on anything probably. Ranked yeah, his reviews with TED Talks. Yeah, but basically those computers were based off older computers, and that's why when they were like, "Yeah, yeah. it's a, a dinosaur piece of shit," it was because they were yeah. like based off a computer from like nine years ago. And again, like back in the day, nine years is a long time in computer world. Even though it's like that doesn't seem that long ago, but like computers. They, you know, by that point, they were using probably VGA graphics versus what they were using. I think it was like CGA at that time, if they were using graphics. But those computers obviously didn't have a graphics mode. They were all text-based. So anyway, getting back on track. Sorry. Uh, Yeah, so Hank did suggest to package Nintendo because game, uh, because Tetris would appeal to everyone, which is basically what happens in the movie. But I don't believe, like... They actually had them like they showed them the game and they were like, here, let's port the Tetris into the computer right now. And like, let me upload it like it would have never happened that way because it would have like instantly the graphics instantly worked on the Game Boy. Like that probably would have never happened. But sure, for them but to show the game, game and be like, what that would be scene, easy. Though. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, yeah. of course, like that's yeah. part of it is like they show certain scenes that like that probably didn't happen in that way. But to get the point across, yeah. they, they had to have a scene that real quick show though. everything. Did you get? Did any of you see the uh, I, the Motley Crue movie that was called like the Dirt or the Piss or the something? No. So there, in, in that movie, which uh, was actually it was directed by the Jackass director. The Dirt is what it's called. The Dirt. Does yeah, right. I just looked okay, it up. So I haven't seen that. So uh, in that movie, when the when Motley Crue there's there's a scene where they're in a like a, a, a somebody's house and they they just do like a rough I think they kind of combined a couple of guys and they all started to perform together and they quick zoom into one of the girlfriends and she does like a holy shit and it was it was like I get what you're trying to do you're trying to make it seem like suddenly this new thing is incredible um and and I but at the same time I was like that's that's kind of lame whereas that moment when when Hank first sees the Game Boy, as much it as much as it was a moment of like, you know, the like the clouds part and you know heavenly light comes and it was like, oh, it's still it it I I thought that stuff was well done. So even if they they cut corners and it was like, hey, yeah. quick, hey but guy, that's... get out of the way and let me hack into your Game Boy and change things. Right. It was it was like just enough nostalgia to where it it worked because you know but it works for like the purpose of the overall like, story beautiful yeah, yeah. it works Versus for the overall story like, because you need to like define like okay what's the objective for this whole movie oh yeah. he needs to get the handheld rights and so that like that defines yeah. it so you're like oh it's this new thing that they're gonna you know start coming out with i, I'm not, I thought I'm not, all the pixelation and 8-bit graphics was too much to me it was fuck you it would make sense for like a a silly documentary and I feel like I, I it the real story me. behind this movie is a lot more serious. And then they throw in these weird little pictures. But it's not. So transitions. Let me, it was fun. Like, it was fun. Let me let me get let me get. Oh, we'll get to that. that. So we'll talk apparently, about that. We'll talk yeah, about we'll get that. to it. Let me let me. I'm not even done. So uh, Robert Maxwell, which is the guy in the white tuxedo in this this image that I have here, he did go to Gorbachev because he was friends with Gorbachev, 
and he did plead for it to him to get the rights for Tetris. And of course, uh, Gorbachev's like, my country's going through a bunch of other shit right now. Like I, I'm not dealing yeah. with, I'm not getting you any deal on Tetris. Like they, they made their deal. That's their deal. So that, that, that kind of scene did kind of take place a, in real life. And then many other mm. events did take pl- place, such as how Robert Stein did acquire the rights, I think. And I had to go back and watch it. He went to Hungary. He didn't go to Russia. And then he got that. But that's basically how the game uh, came about is that Alexei made the game and then he'd send it out everywhere in Russia and people started playing it like crazy and went spread like wildfire, like they just showed in the movie. And then it went across into Hungary and people started acquiring it. And that's how Stein got a hold of it and saw that somebody was playing it and like, what's this game? Hmm. And that's how he he did that. But wow. everything between Stein and Alexei and the and E-Log or L-Log or whatever they called it, that was through facts. So that's part of the problem uh, that came down to Robert Stein acquiring the licensing rights. And then Hank going to Russia to secure the deal like it does in the movie. So you would think that like, oh, that probably never happened. He probably didn't actually go to Russia. He actually went to Russia and had to basically do that whole thing where he was driving around trying to Make find sense. where E-Log was. That actually did happen. Uh, they did and then show that at did... the end. They showed him in Russia yeah. you know, with, so with he, like somebody that's kind that of shot. giving him a, a runaround. So that's then, actually that he's middle like, he's like, picture. This is Alexei, and he's like, he's like, my friends, play Tetris, peace. You know, <laughs> yeah. Like that's that at the very end middle, of the movie in the credits. Yeah, that picture in the middle right there is uh, Alexei and um, uh, Hank uh, Rogers. And, uh, and oh, I think middle? that's yeah. yeah, and that little picture in the middle right there. That's that's actually them in Russia. But yeah, he he did go, and then Elog did accuse him of 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 stealing Tetris. But uh the major thing, however, the major thing that didn't happen revolves around everything with the KGB. Like that none of that happened. So the chase scene to the airport <laughs> or even them trying to get out of the country was all fabricated to raise the stakes of the film, yeah. of course. Hmm. Uh and then Hank and Alexi did review the script before they made the movie and uh Hank Rogers was quoted by saying, it's a Hollywood script, a movie. It's not about history. So a lot of it, what's in the movie never happened. So like he kind of gave it like it's a movie, you know, and and we'll we'll talk about this more when we get more into our review about that, that aspect. Another part of the film that was left out, however, was that Mirosoft had a U.S. subsidiary subsidiary uh, subsidiary. Thank you. uh, (laughs) Spectrum Holobyte, which was their U.S. basically their U.S. sister company. And they were more involved with creating the whole atmosphere of Tetris being like, oh, this is a Russian game. So all the the Russian iconography, all of like the Berlin Wall, all that stuff that was added into the computer version of the game. That was Mm. because of the American uh, uh, release that was under uh, Mirosoft. But that wasn't that they they didn't need that in the movie. It would have complicated things a little too much. And there is more a little bit of more back and forth between Mirosoft and Spectrum Holobyte as far as how the, the rights uh, came down because basically in the movie they show how uh, Stein had Andromeda and then he got the licensing right and then he went to get the publishing to Mirosoft who also published it so they were publishing it in Europe and then they shipped the other rights to Spectrum Holobyte to ship the computer rights to uh, America and Japan and then because it was in America and Japan Hank Rogers picked up the J- Japanese rights and that's how that that whole thing kind of it gets really it's confusing. already complicated me... enough yeah like yeah. It's, it's, it, yeah it's like you you're don't need already to add that to you it. already have a paper and pen and you're trying to follow along let alone more shit so i understand them at least yeah. just simplifying and... it where it's, it's like hank and the maxwells and stein 
You yeah. Know? And yeah. the other thing they didn't they didn't talk about is that Robert Stein did retain the computer rights. Like they they I don't think they they kind of breeze through it because the movie makes you think, oh, they want Nintendo got Tetris. They won the whole rights. They, that's not actually what happened. Robert Stein. He kept onto the rights for the computer rights. I thought that so was the whole thing still... with the contract, though, at the very end of the movie, yeah. where he he still has the PC rights. Like that's yeah. all he so had. So he though. still had PC rights. He never okay. had handheld. He never had console. Totally and I don't think in the arcade rights. I think he also doesn't. He never attained the arcade rights. But he, or maybe I'm wrong. Right about that. Maybe I'm wrong about. It. He had the arcade rights. He had the computer rights. He did not have console. He did not have handheld rights. So the whole movie kind of just skips that fact and doesn't really say anything about it but he does like he doesn't lose in the end necessarily he just they make it seem like thing. he Mostly comes loses. out with nothing by the end nothing. Yeah. but that's yeah. not what happened but at the same time um, they have okay. the they, they, they haven't re-signed the contract specifically so it's pc only because that was like yeah. the debate of like it's not worded correctly so so but yeah, he, it's yeah. still a big loss but it's just like oh he just gets pc only so, yeah, that was a part of And that also did happen in real life was that he had looked, he, they looked at the contracts and they were like, look, a computer, this is how they define the computer. This is also why uh, Nintendo also won over for the rights was because they had to define a computer. You couldn't just say a computer. Uh, what is a computer? So they defined it as it is a device with a keyboard, a processor, a monitor and an operating system which consoles to, at that time didn't have an operating system. I think you can make that argument for like the Nintendo Switch or like any of today's consoles because you could add a keyboard to it, right? And it could have a monitor and it has an operating system. But at the time, none of those products had that. So like that's that was the big factor that differentiated it. But there was mm. one major part of the story that was initially left out and it revolves around Nintendo's competitor Atari. Which is our next little bit we're going to talk about. We hate here. those motherfuckers. Is, those those motherfuckers. That's <laughs> one of so the best lines about, in the movie. <laughs> so they they talk about Atari, but they don't talk about how Atari had already released Tetris on the NES, and they never talk about this. But this was like a big thing, and if you're a game collector, you know about this. So because of rather poor communication with multiple companies, thought they own the rights to produce Tetris, including Atari, who also had the arcade rights. A lot of this is confusing, and I know the movie talks about how it went to Sega, but I, I'm not quite sure where that lands because I think one thing I read said they did get, Sega did get it at one point. But anyway, mm. Atari through their subsidiary Tengen, which is the product you see in front of us, is a Tetris Nintendo port that uh, which was unlicensed and released. Now they do talk about the unlicensing mm. because he talks about only we only license Nintendo games. So I have here this is the this is the Atari, or sorry, this is the Nintendo license cartridge. And it always had like that little, I can't, I don't have it focused, but they have a the little Nintendo seal on there on their products, but also all of the cartridges were the same. And in Atari's that you can see in the picture, it's the black, the black tension, uh, uh, the black cartridge. And they made a, a couple of games, but like Nintendo had sued Atari over this because they were like, these are unlicensed games. You can't be selling these. This actually did go to court. Um, but in the, at the same time, uh, so they had, uh, Atari had released, had produced 300,000 copies of the game. And they had a bunch of, obviously they had a huge sales. But by 1988, when Nintendo officially obtained the rights with Bulletproof Software, i.e. Hank Rogers, they put on a cease and desist, they, they sent them a cease and desist to Atari. And Atari was confused. They were like, wait. But we own the rights to Tetris. Like, no, you never own the rights to Tetris. Like, that That's whole wild. thing... It was all fucked. So yeah. then what happened was they they even went they went to court. 
uh, judge filed in Nintendo's favor, and then they had to basically destroy all their extra stock of the game. So it is a hard game to find, I believe. Wow. Like it's not easy. But Jeez. the cool thing about that version of it was that there was a two-player mode in the Nintendo version. There's no two-player mode unless you play on the Game Boy, I believe. So yeah, they they it was yeah, it's kind of a cool little quirk if you're trying to collect all the Nintendo games. But yeah, that's the uh, one that's it's unlicensed. So let's get into naming all it the, the Soviet the... Mind Game. That's really funny. Yeah. And another, and I think on the tagline on on Tetris was, oh, Charlie, you'll love this. From Russia with fun. That was the tagline for Nintendo's. <laughs> no way. With Russia with fun. That's so, great. Linking it all, it all goes back to James Bond. It all, all right, goes so, back to this this guy right here. This guy, this also, guy Charlie, right here I banged the Russian so hard, you know, <laughs> that he I should have started he, tonight and say we need to drink communism time. single dickedly. So, how do you say this guy's name? Is it Taran? Taran? Do you? I would say Taran Egerton. Taran Egerton, right? Yeah. Okay. So Taran Egerton, probably best known from uh, the Kingsman series and Elton and you're John still biopic, muted. I don't Rocket know why. I would I say Taran Egerton, but Taran Egerton. Edgerton. I don't know. Well, no, no, um, no, 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 Nance, Nance. Uh, we we determined this last night. You you can do accents, so you got it. It was Taran Egerton. <laughs> Try it. Come on, do, do, the it. British no, thing. Right. do it. Come on, do it. Do it. I'm good. Terry. I'll do the. If you need me to say Japanese Hockey. stuff, I'll do oh, that. Edgerton. Come on, do it. Do it. Do it one time. Do it one time. Do it one time. Come on. Come on. Take a swig of whiskey and do it one time. Come on. He's not. It's that or take your shirt off. So Hank Roger is. No, wait, wait. He's gonna do it. He's gonna do it. He's gonna do it. He's taking a big drink. Getting a lot of liquid courage. Yeah, he's gonna do right it. Taryn Edgerton. He doesn't fuck even off, do it. He's which we actually drink. got that in this movie. We got the fuck off. Fuck do it. Off. No. Damn it. <laughs> okay, so, so Hank Rogers booze. is. So the real no, Hank I was Rogers drinking slowly. Of, uh, I was just trying to cover my mouth. So okay. the real Hank Go Rogers ahead. is of Indonesian descent, and he is Dutch-born, grew up in New York. That's what they talk about in the movie. Uh, he's also yep. the co-founder of the Tetris Company, which you find out at the very end. And he was create. He also created the game The Black Onyx, which he credited as the first major role-playing game in Black Japan. Onyx. It was a video game. Um, also, if you look at all of his pictures online, they're like these... Uh, who's the guy who... The Virgin Mobile guy. What's his name? Uh blanking now what's the guy from merge and mobile and he was in casino we, royale we've, we've only we've only talked about him a what's million his name? times i know i can't or whatever no 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 like i was just saying like the real hank rogers like if you look up online and look at his pictures they're the most ridiculous like look at me i'm rich like photos online <laughs> oh. so you should definitely check them out uh and then i know oh, i'm god look at him <laughs> a name i'm gonna Jeez. butcher uh Nikita Yefremov? 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 Yefremov. Yefremov. Nikita Yefremov. Yefremov. And then uh, you play Alexei. Alexei Hovanovich? No, it's fuck. I kept screwing that one up. His, Alexei's last name. The Yefremov? guy who had Lavia? Alexei? No, it's uh, not Pat, what I'm seeing on Pat, screen. Patramov. Lavia. Patramov? Anyway, he's, Move a, along, he's a Russian actor. And honestly, he doesn't have any film credits that you guys would recognize. So it's like almost a new point. But Alexei, on the other hand, uh, as we all know, was the creator of Tetris. He created Tetris based on the game called uh, Pentominos, which had many of the same shapes, but 
you would just fit them in a box. And you see that in the movie where he's, he looks at the toy store and there's like this box with all these shapes. And he based that yeah. off of that game. And originally he actually, that was the game was that you were basically doing a digital version of that, but it wasn't that, that exciting. You changed the shapes. He added that, that element of like them coming down and then you like clear the board. And that's what made the game addicting, of course. Mm. And then he, he, of course he moved, he got out of, of, of Russia in 91. So it was after the fall of the Soviet union, but he got out of Russia and then he uh, ended up living mainly because of Hank Rogers. He got him, helped him get him out. And then he actually went on to help design puzzles for, for the game Yoshi's cookie, which is on Nintendo. He ended up working at Microsoft for a while. Uh, and then he also co-founded the uh, Tetris company with, with uh, Hank Rogers. And then there it's was funny, funny that player... Microsoft and Microsoft are one letter. I thought he away. said Microsoft yeah. at one point, and yeah. I was like, "Wait, did he say Microsoft?" I thought... Which I thought would yeah. make sense. Like, oh, we want to package our PCs yeah. with a fun game yeah. and paint. <laughs> and this does. Yep, paint. Uh, we got Tony Jones plays Robert Stein. Jones is probably best known as uh, Armin Zola in the Captain America films, and he's a bunch of other stuff. I didn't know this. He's he in, voices he's in Dobby. Dobby. Yeah. He voices Tommy. I didn't know that. Really? Is he also in Harry Potter, not as Dobby? Dude, I like to think that he's still like. Did he? Did he fucking? Did he like Gollum his way through performances of Dobby as well? Like he's short enough that he can be like walking on his knees. You know, that's great. so yeah, he voiced Dobby. Yeah, and then as I said earlier, the real Robert Stein did keep the rights to the PC and arcade version, so I did write that down, of, of Tetris, but lost both. He ended up losing both of them due to non-payment, so because he, he's, hmm. the guy was a cheap bastard. He didn't, uh, he ended up losing both the rights, and then he estimates that he only made uh, 2500000 on Tetris. You're like, 2, really? 2500000 wow. Really? Really? Yeah. Did you make that much? I bet How you much is more. that? Quarter million, right? I don't know. Quarter of a million, yeah. A quarter of a million, yeah. You only made twenty five hundred thousand. I'm bad with numbers. Two hundred fifty thousand. I was like, wait a second. Is it two and a half million? Is that what you're trying to say? Two five zero 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 five hundred. What an idiot! Made a quarter mil. No, wouldn't twenty five hundred thousand be two million five hundred thousand? That's what I was thinking. I was like, wait, just spelled out in terms of zeros. But what happens when you let McCurdy handle numbers? I'm not a numbers guy. I'm sorry, guys. Anyway, move ahead. That's why I make intros. That's why I make intros. Okay, guys, get off the I like these guys. These guys were great. These guys were awesome. A couple of cunts. That is, that's. They play cunts. Yeah. They're really good at playing cunts. Roger Allman yeah. and uh, Allham and then Anthony Boyle. You've got – so Roger, you know him from V for Vendetta. He was also in Speed Racer. He literally oh. plays the exact same character yeah. in both of those. Movies. My nose it's, looks it's, like big fucking Ben. A corporate like, He's great. Like that voice. Like, I, I, I heard respect. that voice and I was like, my God, I know this. And then, and then what the, the line that came into my brain was, my nose looks like big fucking Ben. And I was like, yes perfection like i haven't seen Same him in guy. anything since v for vendetta but he's no. good underneath all that makeup that voice shines dude he's great he's, he's also in speed racer and again he plays almost the exact same character in this movie and yeah. in v for vendetta uh and then you've got That's anthony boyle who he hasn't been in a lot but the thing that he was in he plays 
back to Harry Potter, he plays Draco Malfoy's son, who's probably a cunt because Malfoy's a cunt. And I just like saying the word cunt because it's better than saying, you know. We like it when you say the word. It's just, just going to be demonetized because you say cunt six times in less than well, 15 well, seconds. But, you know. And I also but, love that. I love that picture off. of Kevin. Uh, yeah. So then the real Robert Maxwell was attached to a whole host of scandals, including his daughter's connection with Epstein which I didn't know about until you Uh-oh. told me about this the other day. Yeah. Speaking um, of demonetization, the moment you say <laughs> Ghislaine Maxwell, goodbye Uh-oh. to your ad dollars. And we talked about this way back. Well, actually, we, we didn't talk about it, but somebody commented on our TND, our yeah. Tomorrow Never Dies episode, saying, because hey, guys, you keep talking about Matt, Robert Maxwell, who is... I didn't the, know who that go ahead, was. McCurdy. Go ahead. So, yeah, I didn't go know ahead. who he was. And then, like, I went back and rewatched our Tomorrow Never Dies episode, and I just say it like, I'm like, yeah, this guy, Robert Maxwell, he was a he was into publishing. Some guy. And I just didn't know who he was. And then, of course, yeah. you watch this movie, and you're like, oh, this is who this guy is. And, of course, yeah. So, again, back to that, that movie, Elliot Carver is based off this, this cunt in this movie um <laughs> he's based off a cunt it's cunt. and then uh not cunt, cunt. Cunt. and then cunt. fucking and then uh yeah and then of course his son kevin maxwell uh did almost go to prison i think he's out of prison like i don't know if he's in i don't know the deal but he actually and then meanwhile his is- sister galane is organizing <laughs> pedophile island that's <laughs> so, nuts. great family yeah great, so, family. great family really Bunch yeah. of cunts. Really great people. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Nans. Classy um, family. Wait, I should be playing Zelda? Nans, how did you, what did you think of this movie? Nans, you should be playing. Someday, we're just gonna we're just gonna tease this tease this right now. Someday, Nans and I are gonna do a Zelda race on his channel. And as much as he doesn't it's want a to race going too? To, yes, yes, it's a You'll race. Finish You'll finish the game before I finish the first temple. Yes. Say, it's gonna he's be gonna awesome. play Can I have a um yeah, he's one of pathetic. those walkthrough books. It's not that hard. Come on. Sure, sure. But you're saying so pathetic. I can quick scope. I can't. Hold on. Then I got. I can show this last. Okay, one. Wait. There we go. Kevin. There we go. Oh Jesus. Kevin, let me let mic check, check you. Give me a mic check. Give me a mic check. What's up? Can you hear me? All right. I'm. Yeah, I'm turning you up a little I heard bit. Him a All right. Cool. Ago. Okay. Okay. Um. What is this? Wait. There you go. You and Nan playing. Playing Tetris with it um, looks like he's about to stay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What's the other ice cream? Just different flavors? I just changed the color, so it's not. Oh, it and like it's Tetris. Tetris. It's like Tetris. Okay. It's Tetris blocks. It's Tetris blocks. <laughs> okay. Of your okay. favorite ice cream brand. That great. You, you know, you love. Great. Anyway, Nance, what'd you think? I thought it was fine. Um, like I said, it I really didn't like the almost silliness of it i wish ben affleck and matt damon would have done this instead of air yes okay but real quick though why did you not like the this is a a movie about a video game why did you not like bringing video game elements in i would have liked it in a documentary on netflix about tetris okay like I'm watching but a why documentary did that on Netflix about Pez right now, Ooh. and it's just like the perfect, like just a silly, weird little thing, okay. and you can have silly, weird little pixel art and pixel translation or transitions and stuff, and so like some of the 
subject matter like scenes in this movie are kind of not dark necessarily but you know it's kind of dark dingy place and then you have like silly pixelated colorful transitions i don't know but notice that they never anytime anybody got beat up they didn't have them like bloodied up no they were gonna die like nothing was ever taken to such a degree like at one point they just steal the dude's uh, jeans you know so so you know but okay, real there, quick though, since and, we have Kevra here, there are Kevra. so many different elements that they can't dig too deep into any individual one. Like I would have, yeah, it would have been better to set up or have more about uh, the Communist Party falling or just communism in general and Russia kind of crumbling a bit, rather than them kind of like splattering it in here and there. Yes, especially and no. towards the end. It was like throughout the whole movie, it was like the, everyone's trying to we're get their gonna, own, We're about to but... fail. The whole time they were like, this country's about to fail. Like everything's going south, right? Yeah. And so, and it, and it, it's not like this game is what did it, but it was like um, at, at one point there's that scene where and it's kind of a funny scene where uh, uh, Hank gets back to his hotel room and he he goes that he they stole his his jeans, right? So he, and it, it, it was beautiful because it was it, yeah it was it, it was it was the kgb playing this whole thing where they would steal his pants so he walks into his hotel room which has been uh you know overturned and he's he's standing there like what is going on and then sasha his translator shows up which later we find out she's kgb and she shows up and she's like hot <laughs> like she's She's all like dolled up and she comes in. He's not wearing pants. And 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 uh, he's like, I don't know what's going on. This is just a video game. And she says, it's not just a video game. It's it, it. You know, it's more like what it stands for. It's a slippery slope for those in power. You sell this video game and very quickly it's, it, you know, Russia w- will be sold to the highest bidder. And then she kisses him and he's not wearing pants and she's looking hot. And they take photos of him and then they send it to his house to blackmail him to get out of the whole thing. But the whole point was like, um, uh, she's, um, uh, well, I mean, like overall, like I, I, I loved her character in general. Like I thought she, I thought Just she played the translator off. chick, right? Yeah. yeah. She was, she's she was actually a translator. So she's, yeah. So she's like, she's like playing being this kind of like weak character, but then later ends, it's like revealed that she's KGB. And at the end of the day, she ends up saving the day and all that. But, um, wait, the, the uh, blonde lady that worked with the, the other guy was her. Cause I thought they were weirdly similar looking. <laughs> yeah. They're the same person. Okay. Makeup same will person. do things to you. Yeah. You know, makeup will do things. The one that like look holds a gun to that guy who was like trying to, yeah, that was her. That was Sasha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Was just the one who's like, you can't go ma- in that building. It's illegal. Blah, blah, yeah, blah. She had makeup on. They they yeah. put makeup on her. Yeah. You see yeah. the other scenes with her, and then you see the scene where she comes in and kisses him. There, she's wearing. She's yeah. wearing different makeup. And that was all staged. Like she she went in yeah. to kiss him, so someone could take a photo, and he didn't have yeah. pants on. Like it just it just goes to show, like all of it was staged, um, uh, to to make it look like he was cheating and all that. Like like everything mm-hmm. was against what Hank was trying to do. And again, throughout the night, we're going to be talking about what happened in the movie. Now, what happened in real life was not as exciting, and and 
inevitably we're going to talk about air, which my whole, my, my biggest thing against air was that air was so matter of fact, it was like Ben Affleck came off of Argo and he's like, damn it, we're going to be true to life. And this is going to be as accurate as possible. And it's like, yeah, dude, um, your movie is, is cool. Your movie's cool, but it's, it's like, it's so matter of fact that there's just nothing to it. Whereas this, them taking liberties and having a chase to the airport. And um, I mean, Nancy, you said you didn't like the, the eight bit stuff, but like making, making the whole movie like a video game where you would introduce all the different players as if they're player one, two, three, four, et cetera. And then having uh, uh, different at select times, they would kind of eight bitify the visuals of different things to, uh, and, and say like, we're level one, two, three. Once you get to like the, the end of the movie, it's like, we're at level four. All that stuff was fun. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I really had no problem with it. In fact, I cheer stuff like that on, but once you um, uh, just overall, that added more flavor to it. The I, I say all the time that I avoid reviews like the plague. And, um, but when I went to make the thumbnail for tonight, uh, I, I, you know, inevitably I see something, whether I want to see it or not. And I, I grabbed a screenshot and the, the title underneath it was some review that was like, um, uh, Tetris is fun, but it's too flashy for its own good. And I read that and I was like, mm-hmm. Fuck you. Fuck you. This movie, this <laughs> movie kind following of a saying. video game aesthetic. That's what you're saying. <laughs> but this movie following a video game aesthetic is more than OK by me. And then beyond that, them taking liberties to make it more exciting yeah. is exactly what Air should have done. Liberties Air to make exciting boring at the end is of the day. fine. Just because it's a video game movie doesn't mean it has to be video gamey. Sure, but I'm sure the real story was like lackluster to the point where the best way to lay out the stakes—it was pretty interesting. Yeah, like, but the stakes laid out like we have these rights, we don't have these rights, and it's all very complicated. And the way they laid it out was very visually with these eight-bit graphics that were like, we don't have video game, but we do have PC, but we don't have arcade. Blah 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 blah. So them the taking only where, the only place for me, the only place good. for me where I agree with Nans, the only place for me where I agree with Nans is probably the car chase, which I thought was a really weird choice. Like I was like, okay, so now we're making the cars eight bit, but like it's a, it looks like a shitty effect. Whereas earlier in the movie, when it's like, okay, we're just doing all the little bits of like, okay, here's player one, this is player two. Like I liked that because. Like yep. when you're watching this movie, you do need a history lesson. You do need to understand, okay, like kind because Air does the same thing, but Air just does it as like, this is Nike, this is Adidas, this is this. Yeah. And they just kind of cut to it where it was like, okay, well, we're doing a movie about Tetris. So it's a little bit more fun to be like, okay, player one. Let's talk about, you know, Robert Stein. Robert Stein goes to yep. hunger. He does all this shit. Now let's talk about the Matt. Let's talk about player three, Robert Maxwell. And then they talk about the Maxwell's or like there was moments when they, he was trying to explain how like, okay, we sold Andromeda sold the rights to Mirsoft, which sold the rights to Bull- Bulletproof where I'm giving the rights to Nintendo. Like they kind of mm. show a chain of events. So you're visually like, Oh, okay. That's how this all works. So like those things I thought worked. I thought the weird stuff was when they were like adding it to the chase scene at the end of the movie. And I was like, do we need this at the chase scene at the end of the movie? Like that, that to me was the only part where I was like, the eight bit stuff didn't work for me, but the rest of it, sure. I, I agree with you. I like, I liked, 
I liked having those graphics because there's you know there's another movie that reminds me of this, and that's The Big Short when they're trying to explain the short the housing shortage, and or not housing shortage, but basically how the market fell apart in 08. and they're explaining like you know they have all these cutaways where they're explaining all these things with like Margot Robbie in a bathtub and you know all that stuff where they're like this is what this means and this is what this means and mm-hmm. you're like oh okay now I understand what is happening in the movie because a movie like this does have like oh, that's like really complicated there's a lot of vocabulary yeah. it's a lot of like yeah. we got to catch you up and that's what that whole scene in the beginning of the movie where like he's sitting and talking to the bank manager which probably never that scene probably never actually happened but it's all sure. there so that he can explain like okay these are all the players in it this is what this game is this is who invented it so like as an audience, I get all the exposition points like boom, boom, boom right away. And like now I'm like, oh, which, by the I'm way, I don't think I we exactly ever mentioned that 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 banker is our go- good old buddy, Zhao. Uh, That's Mr. right. Diamond he does okay. look, he looks familiar. I was wondering if yeah. he was the uh, bad guy from Tokyo Drift, Drift King, a.k.a. It might be the DK, same which is he might Donkey be the same Kong guy yeah. also. <laughs> no, I think you're I don't think it is the fast guy. I think you're right. It is, but he, he's definitely in Die Another Day. Yeah, That's, that is Zal. Yeah, wait, he's not the guy who's like, "You insulted me in front of my whole family, disrespected me." That's exactly who I'm talking about. That's movie. not him. Yeah, in the very first movie, that's not the same. Easily guy. could be. No, Tokyo. We're talking Drift. about. No, and yeah, not we're Tokyo talking Drift about in the Tokyo. very first one. I'm talking about the very first one. I don't know, in, uh, but he is in Die Another Day. I don't know if there's that is any him. Asians in First Fast. Yeah, there is. But that's anyway, like Nance, whole, real that's, quick, that's, though. Were <laughs> they in the SWAT team? I, I, I said this previous. I hinted at this previously, but I just want to, real quick, let me just zoom into Nance. This is the product of a European man and a Japanese He's woman. He's Indonesian. Nance, this beautiful Matt man Edgerton. here. Hank this Rogers beautiful man here. I can't grow a mustache. Why did he have a mustache? This so beautiful, hairless, except for his mustache man, is the product of a European male and a Japanese female. But throughout this whole story, I, I was like, I was like, did she cuck this guy? Those kids were 100% Japanese. They're very 100% Japanese, Japanese. And I was like, dude, these aren't your kids. Your wife is because you. That's because he's Indonesian. <laughs> In real life, he's Indonesian. <laughs> So yeah, I was gonna say they he got not all the Indonesian genes. <laughs> he got like, all of his in- yeah, I'm just saying, board. like, yeah, of course, but you know, this movie did get flagged for that. Like somebody did say, like, oh, this movie's whitewashing because you you hired this white actor when the real guy was and you know he's from the Philippines. But again, I didn't mention this, Good but this movie you. was produced by this Karen movie was produced Everton. by Matthew Vaughn, and Matthew Vaughn's probably like Oh, I like this guy, you know, because we're buddies. Yeah, he puts him in all of his movie, movies, you know. and he's a good actor. He's great. And he 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 plays uh, apparently he plays a, a really good, just like desperate American. The character overall was terrific. Just he's, yeah. like I, I I always enjoy anybody should enjoy these characters where you know that if you, they just were given the opportunity, they would they would perform right. So the whole time you're like, if this guy would just get the contract or whatever it was he would perform, but it's, it's more like he's on the wrong side. He's like the honest guy, but he's on the wrong side. He's not on the side of the people who are willing to bribe and all that. So it's like, uh, at one point, he literally they give him a bets contract. the house on it. He, he reads the contract within five or 10 minutes. And then he's immediately able to respond or like dissect it and respond about it. 
and and th those are the fun characters where it's like it's not it's not that they don't have the ability it's that they have to jump over these hurdles in order to be given the opportunity so once they're given the opportunity they they perform it but then they have the next hurdle and then they have the next hurdle and that's the fun stuff is that you know mm -hmm. that he's such a go-getter that he will deliver but it's it's outside of his control so we watch him doing his go-getter thing, going here, going there, ignoring the rules, doing wh whatever needs to be done, doing the essential capitalism thing versus the communism thing, which all, like between the two systems of economics with communism, it's like, well, why should I? Why should I get off the couch? Why should I work harder than the next guy if the outcome is going to be the same? And that's what's fun about watching this guy, uh, uh, Hank Rogers, like the most American name ever, um, do his but thing because it's, it's like E N K. Yeah, H E N K. It's Hank, Hank Rogers, a, like Hank a cowboy. Rogers. They refer to him as a cowboy at some point. You know, uh, Nintendo of America is like, you know, your cowboy reputation precedes you. But, but you know that the moment that he's given the opportunity, he's going to strike and he's going to do a good job. And at one point, um, Belikov, right, the the Elog guy, um, uh, gives him a, a contract. He literally reads it in like five minutes and he's, he immediately gives him great advice on what he should do or whatever. But that's one of the more fun segments of the movie is, is uh, the, the Russians are playing all these Westerners off each other and uh, trying to figure out what happened so that they can have their best outcome. But at the same time, they have this corrupt dude within their midst, who's trying to maximize his output rather than, what's best for the country. So you, like you, you have so much going on in this story that it, that makes it fun to watch versus something like air, which airs like, I think Michael Jordan's special. Okay. Yeah. Cause he shot a shot one time and it's like, okay, maybe he is special. Uh, mom, I think he's special. Um, okay. And then we have a big meeting where it's like, Michael Jordan, you're really so special. special. <laughs> you're so special and then at the end of the movie it's like uh oh no michael jordan's mom and michael jordan want more money and then ben affleck goes you know what fuck it give him more money and that's it that's it whereas this Kevin's movie see the even movie if now. it's a lie this movie's like let's have a car chase and let's have all this kgb stuff going on that makes it fun this movie is fun and I applaud it because when it comes down to it, if you're just telling whatever story you're telling, if you're lying to me, but you're telling a better story than the truth, I applaud it. Please lie to me. Please make it more entertaining. Okay. I, I kind of disagree with that just because the fact that I feel like you go to see the story because like you want to, it's, it's like the, the diet version of uh, getting like what actually happened. To a certain degree, so you don't have to watch like a documentary that is a little bit more meh. But that's uh, why I was saying like I would story. almost rather have a documentary. Yeah, well, it depends. So. Depends. But like, but but but, Kevra, please. There continue. probably is what, a documentary. Where, what, like, what is the? Because if it was a documentary, that it would be. Documentaries can't lie, but a dramatization right. can lie to make the movie better. So, like, right. I don't know. Have you have you seen things? Have you seen documentaries? Have you seen whatever whatever documentarian we talked about uh, earlier who does give you the facts? Is there a more entertaining version of this story? Because I don't know the real story. And 
at this point, I, I don't, when it comes to a movie like this, I don't, I care and I don't care. I would love to yeah. watch the documentary, but when it comes to this movie specifically, I'm like, I really enjoyed it, it all the way up to the ending where, you know, it, where he's like, um, Alexi's like, no time for American emotion. And then at the end, it's like, <laughs> now is the time for American emotion. Did he, and then the embrace, did we cover like, it? Did he it. actually move to the U.S.? Yeah. I talked about that when you okay, weren't paying attention. Awesome. They formed the Tetris company yeah, together. Uh, yeah. 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 And then he works for Microsoft and, and you know. Yeah. You know. That's but Ke Kevra, have you seen documentaries that, that talk about this? About this particular subject? No. Um, okay. But I mean, I like, will say like, that's the hard thing about finding the balance because you, if you're, if you're adapting a story um, that's based on true events, you want to make sure you actually tell that story. Otherwise, it's like, why not just make up a fucking new story? Like, there's no point of adapting the original story if you're just going to make up something new. Um, I think there's a point. Yes and no. Yes and no. no I think there's a point. Charlie, like, okay, 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 guys, guys, There guys, is a point. Guys, no, there is guys, a point. Today, there's a point. Today, because if I, tell you, if I tell you I made a movie based off a true story versus I made a movie, which one are you rather going to probably going to go see? Someone's going to want to go see based off a true story because they're like oh this fucking happened like that's why people but like, it didn't fucking happen like that's the thing exactly. it's like, it doesn't it... matter if it didn't happen or not if it's based off a but true it, story it, it's based it off real did events and it didn't. people are more wanting to go see that movie that's why people went and saw Texas Chainsaw Massacre that's why people went and saw Blair Witch like sure that those things never actually happened but like that's why people wanted yeah. to go see those movies besides the fact that like oh it's a cool horror movie like no oh wait this really happened and like people are some people are dumb enough to really believe oh did this really happen and so the same reason it's like if i see a movie that says this movie's based off the real life events of how tetra cuz it says based doesn't right. say true story yeah. cuz true stories are boring there's no there is no like real life event story that i've ever watched that like the, the only that one that I have watched true. that I thought was completely true, because most of them are like completely yeah. fake. But the right. one that I have watched that I thought was complete other okay, trash. But, but I have to ask, shit. though, Kevra, what do you did you see? Did you see air? I did not see air. No, air has this air is like you get the sense that they that Ben Affleck was like. I made Argo and we're going to make this completely true to life. And not that Argo is completely true to life, but Argo, Argo they, at the end of the movie that we just saw at, at the, exactly. But at the end of the movie, they have, they show photos that are like, this is reality and this is our production. And, and it's it, the whole thing is to be like, Oh, you guys really did a good job of trying to tell the truth and all that. But um, Argo obviously trumped things up. And then with, uh, uh, with this, um, I would rather be like uh, with Air in particular. Air was like, we're gonna be really strict about the truth, and it was meh. By the end, you're like, ah, lie to me a little bit. This is a Hollywood production. I don't care. The only times that I care, and like honestly, the only times I care is when it's destructive. Like my favorite yes. example ever is uh, if you guys saw Straight Outta Compton. I love Straight Outta Compton, but the, 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 the big lie to that movie was that when they were, right before the, the sequence where they record Fuck the Police, um, they have a whole scene where all the guys, all the members of NWA are outside uh, of the studio, and they're just doing their thing, and the cops pull up, and the cops are like, 
hey, we're really racist and you're a bunch of black guys. We're going to be super racist to you. And they're like, that's racist. We're just hanging out. It's like, get on the ground, person <laughs> who's black. And they, they all get down and then their manager comes out and the manager's like, the, you're racist. And they're like, yeah, we are. What are you going to do about it? And then a bunch <laughs> of crap ensues. But my problem with it is that none of that happened. What the actual story is that uh, uh, Eazy-E and Dr. Dre were driving down the highway and Eazy-E leaned out the window of the car and was shooting other cars on the highway with a paintball gun. And other cars were a little pissed off about this. They called the police. They got <laughs> yeah, arrested. So at that point, the uh, uh, both Eazy-E and Dr. Dre had to go to prison every weekend, right? Every weekend they racism. had to check into jail. And then during the week, they were free to leave and, and work. So what happened was they were like, we can't go to parties on the weekend. This is a bunch of BS. You know what? F the police. And so they all wrote a song, F the police, fuck the police, where they could they could exercise their, <laughs> their angst against the police. And then in the movie, they're like, well, that kind of makes us look bad, doesn't it? So let's rewrite <laughs> history and make it seem like cops are really racist and that these cops just saw us hanging out and were like, hey, people who are black, we're going to, even though like half the cops were black, it's like, we're going to oppress you because you're black. That shit, I think, is damaging. That's damaging to society. But having a movie about uh, communism sucks, which is just an objective fucking truth. And if you need me to go on and on about that, I will. But Let's that not. being the case, that being the case, uh, and and um, and but then a, a movie in general about this guy leaving Russia like this, this I mean, the fact that this guy made a video game and that allowed him to escape communism is a fantastic story on his face. And so having a chase scene in there, I'm more than OK with to make a better story. But but like. My my whole thing with Straight Outta Compton is like you're just making everybody more racist by pretending that racist shit happened where really it didn't. That's that's kind of damaging for society. I think demonizing communism is never really a bad thing, but also just telling a better story by. <laughs> aren't they also demonizing capitalism? Because I mean, they talk about like um, capitalism in a very negative way, and like at least one specific scene where they're talking about like Americans and. Um how their greed and that's what the Maxwell's represent is capitalism. Like the they Maxwell people. Are bad, that's for sure. Yeah. And they're fucking but capitalists. No, like 100%. Yes, so yes. I would, that's so you, but, but that's the thing you show what they showcase is that every system is, is inevitably, inevitably going to be corrupted. But what you see with the Maxwell's is that, you know, it's like the, the method man line of behind every fortune is a crime. And they say at one point, they're like, uh, you can't become a billionaire with, by being honest, right? Like, yes, capitalism is just as susceptible to, to corruption because every system is susceptible to corruption. The difference is, is mm -hmm. that just like uh, the Pope's exorcist, your sins will eventually find you out. When you have the private sector becoming corrupt, guess what? Eventually, their corruption can only go on for so long before people find out. And then... They collapse. This this happens periodically, and people can put that off for as long as they want, but inevitably they are found out. But if that same institution happens to be the government, because you have the government in bed with private institutions, just like you see in Russia in this movie and what happened in real life, 
that corruption takes a little longer to collapse because you it's all it's all caught up in uh, different agents who are it's like we rep we represent the government and if you do not appease us we'll fucking kill you because they don't there's no there's no recourse where in in America you have the bill of rights you have you have a uh you have that free expression where me right now for me for me to right now to say uh uh I love America but whoa, fuck whoa, the whoa. Ameri fuck the American government I love America but the American government can kiss my fucking ass in Russia if I said that they could kick the door in and they could arrest me right in communist Russia right. uh not so much here we have the freedom of expression to say I love America I'll kiss the flag but American government can kiss my fucking ass. Right. We can say whatever we want, freedom, but they'll still overcharge us for insulin. They'll still, or, still overcharge us for, you know, a, med a lot of sure. medication. They'll still, like, just sure. gouge us in every fucking way because they're in bed with a politician. So yes. it's still all fucked up. <laughs> still all corrupt. Still still capable of corruption. But, but like, so, okay, you're, you're paying more for insulin, but if you say the wrong thing, you you, you get shipped off to the gulag two different fucking concepts and that's what this movie kind of showcases is life living under complete tyranny because their whole system of governance is based on idealism where it's like you should you uh, uh you have to be uh uh you can't ever say anything wrong because that corrupt official that corrupt bureaucrat might not like it and he'll abuse his power that doesn't happen to the same degree here and that's the core difference is it Charlie so Brown Zero time? <laughs> it's no, it's Chucky Rand's time. That's what we were. It's Chucky Rand's time, baby. Chucky Rand's time. You know what I'm it's saying? Just, just going on, but and on. But and overall, the difference the between this and Air, though, is that Air was like, we're gonna be super strict on what happened, and what happened is boring. What happened? I don't is know. Boring. But here's the thing. Hey I don't guys, know we how... should get Michael Jordan. I don't know how. Hey, we got him. We got Michael Jordan. It was such a is so hard to get Michael Jordan. Whereas with this, you had more exciting shit going on that made it like I enjoyed and, this and movie more than air. To is, say. That, is that what you wanted to hear? Because after yes, you lost me at communism. Enjoy tonight. more, okay. but can I enjoy it this movie? Go above it on the list? Yeah, I can. I think it's a better movie than Air. I don't yeah. think it's a better movie than John Wick. I definitely think it's a better movie than Air. This movie is Air. It is Air. But done better. Just like we talked about the founder or the big short. Air is those is, movies. This movie is Tetris, what with Argo, because they were like, oh, let's add, let's add like a plane thing and like, let's like rip yeah. basically the script <laughs> from like Argo, and shove it in the end of this movie. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, no, the thing, you know what? Actually, Charlie, the movie loses points for me because they didn't use the right clip of the Zelda game. Isn't that right, Kevin? Okay, that is exactly right. That's right. It can't go. No, we want to hear what Kevin, Kevin. Kevin's our specialist. We want to hear his take on it. I mean, McCurdy kind of warned me before I even watched the movie yesterday uh, that that yeah. part was coming up, and I was like, "That was weird." But at the same time, I I was like, "Whatever, I don't care." Like that was not my my biggest issue. Yeah. <laughs> That's not the reaction I wanted, Kevin. Yeah. That's no, the reaction that I wanted. Pissed off. I went into get watching this off. movie. Knowing this was apparently a dramatic issue, and then I saw it and I was just like, mm, whatever. It was such a quick flash, and at the same time, Not I'm like, well, fans. if they showed like the original Not game, it's just fans. like they're barely together. And also, that line just doesn't make sense. That. You got Zelda and Link, and I'm like, 
I mean, yeah. back in the day, you didn't really have them together. It was Zelda was like incapacitated, and Link was just out like rescuing her. Like that's not yeah. that's not a partnership. That's not like a. This doesn't make any fucking sense. You just said this because it's a popular franchise. That's Nintendo. Yes. That's it. So the bigger like, okay, issue was what, that what as opposed to the footage said, they showed. They should have said the Ice Pick Twins or something like that. Like, that's obscure, yeah, but climbers. like... Okay, the ice you climbers, know... Like, you, you gotta know have that, Ice like, Climber like, 1 with Ice Climber 2. But you know right off the bat, you're, like, you can, you can dissect it right away. You're like, okay, uh, the screenwriter originally had somebody else in there, and it was something like Ice Climber. And then somebody said... Who is no that? No one knows who that is. And it was like, we, yeah, nobody knows who that is. We need to replace that with uh, something more popular. Well, obviously, if not Mario, it's going to be Zelda. And then it's like, okay, who are the partners in that? Well, it's Zelda and Link. Okay, editor, we need a, a clip of Zelda and Link working together like we had with Mario and Luigi. Oh, um, that doesn't exist because there's no... They never work together. It's kind of complicated. She's well, like they the used princess. The end of the game. The they like, what clip did the they even the use? What game was that from? That was, I thought at first like, it was a that four, was swords four swords. That was yeah. fucking four swords Which adventures one? where two links Which, are 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 like four links teamed four up links. together. But but no, that, that was, was the just, weird. They thing. just showed two. They just showed yeah. two to imply that it was Link and Zelda working together there. So like you can you can if you understand the full context you can piece together what happened between the screenwriter and between the editor and all that. The frustrating thing is where you're like, there, there was like a middle ground here that you could have done, but, but and they kept clearly they were, somebody was like, I don't understand what's happening. It's like Zelda's standing there and links like chopping people. How are they working together? So they, they opted for the shot of two links raising a sword up being like, Hey, you know, they didn't but have to show a shot in general, though. That was no, but the, there was. Yeah. But that's what was fun. No, there is yeah. a shot in the in the. But even the Mario shot doesn't make sense because it's Mario and Luigi, but it's two separate. It's a split screen. No, there is a shot in the end of the game when you beat the original game, though. Like they are together and they have the Triforce. Isn't there? Isn't that? A, isn't there a shot of that, Kevin? When at the very end, when you beat the game. Have to, also. I, okay, I, 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 I want to point this one out. I, I want to point this out. Yes, they're great games. You should play uh, them, Nance. Mm. Uh, I want to point this one out because I think it, it's, it just reminds me of what we said about Air. He says, I would say more, I wanted more of the two of them. You see them together in America and how in 97 they get the rights independently and we see the birth of the Tetris company. And I'm like, like that's what I would say, say for Air is like, I wanted to see more of like Michael Jordan on the court, but like this movie, I don't, we don't even see Jordan that. at all. No, you don't see Michael Jordan in this movie either. Like what the hell is up with that? he probably played tetris you know somebody well i know he didn't play tetris he played crazy but he played what is it crazy bunny's castle oh no wait that was that was lebron james <laughs> i don't player. know what you're different space about. jam that's a space jam reference all right no okay anyway charlie died what happened to charlie he's probably he peeing you want to tiniest be. bladder known to man. We can, we can talk about the movie without Charlie. Oh, we so. can. We, oh, we can absolutely talk about the movie. Without Kevin, Charlie. what else did you like about the movie, or did I like actually it? really like the movie? It's my favorite video game adaptation this year. It beats Mario Bros. It beats Last of Us. Um, I, I thought it was actually really fun. I mean, I will say that I thought the car chase at the end was a little Last bit ridiculous, but I still really enjoyed it. Um, my it, my big issue that I had was the whole licensing thing. I wish they had, kind of like how you were talking about Big Short earlier, how they had these scenes to explain things. 
I wish they had they gone did. over licensing. They and, what? They had those scenes. What do you that's mean they had the those 80, scenes? That's what the 8-bit stuff was. That's That was them explaining all that stuff in the beginning with the players and like how everything happened. There was a shot of like them explaining like who owns what in the game. They're like, okay, here's... They, they don't show... Again, they don't show the American one. But they're like, here's Andromeda, which was owned by Stein. And then they're like, he sold the rights. He sold the publishing rights to Mirrorsoft, which is the middle one. And then yeah. Mirrorsoft licensed those rights because he shows that in the very end. When no, and I get all that, but it can really confuse. Once he gets over to Russia, it was basically like you like it almost made it sound like Russia owned the copyright. If you make something in Russia, they have the copyright. But really, what I think they were trying to say is the fact that like Russia kind of has a hand in everything, and so they didn't own the copyright. But it, it sounded like they did, and so I was so confused. What like, happened was what happened in real life. Based, and this is basically what happens in the movie is that because Stein. Stein started saying, oh, I have the rights to the game. I can start selling Tetris. And he got a copy of Tetris and he started selling the game and selling the rights. But he didn't finish, like, he didn't get back with Alexi. So, like, and and also Russia was like, you didn't talk to us. Like, we are supposed to make, because it's communist Russia. And they're like, you're, we are supposed to be involved with these deals. You did this illegally. Therefore, this deal is void. So that's why he had to re-sign the contracts because he's like, he was selling, he was basically at one point he was selling these games or getting these residuals off these games or the royalty rights off a game that he didn't even own that nobody because Russia was wasn't all, involved, like the government wasn't involved, involved in it. Like, Alexi didn't, yeah, and I think Alexi didn't pay his half of it or whatever, but yeah, basically the, the gist is is like he didn't actually own it, so he was selling it when he didn't own it. So when when Hank goes back to Russia, that's why they're like, you stole this game from us. And he's like, whoa, 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 I didn't steal it. I used it from these guys who yeah. had the rights to it. They and made I, it I seem published... as if what was happening was that Stein, before he actually had the rights, Stein was selling the rights. And then he was like, right. well, I'll just go back to Russia at some point and I'll secure the rights. But in the Service. meantime, I'm selling yeah. them to different people worldwide. Yeah, because he was definitely somewhat screwing over the maxwells too right he was trying to be sneaky yeah because he's going right? behind yeah. their back and he was like selling the thing because that was i think that one scene where he's like why is atari saying they have handheld rights we're supposed to have handheld rights and like i think there should have been back. more confusion about handheld because everyone was like oh handheld yeah we'll take handheld too but like there's not much of a discovery period for the other people who have no idea that nintendo was there the handheld wait console. was there was there I, I, quick question to Kevin. Do you know, was there handheld devices before Game Boy? The, I mean, I know Game Boy was like the, the game, game watches. The game watches. Yeah, there was like game, like, but the there's like one Tiger. specific game or like, you know, a couple of like micro uh, games. Like those, yeah, like kind of like the Tiger Electronic games, yeah. but like, Mr. like game crappy, crappy football on this weird device. Yeah. yeah. There, there were those types of games, but not something where it's like you could switch out a cartridge and play like, okay, uh, like a. So game that would take their, you all night to beat. Yeah, like a maybe story in their the mind idea then that there could have been a standalone Tetris handheld, which would be something to want. So yeah, and they, maybe they just were no like, one considered before. They're like, oh, we need the rights to the that. Okay, well that that kind of makes sense. But yeah, like I see, maybe like I get the idea that you're supposed to be like, oh my gosh, this new thing called handheld, and like we got to hit this handheld thing. But like I, I don't know. I think by the end of the bit, I I was already confused with the between arcade computer uh console and then handheld like there's like four different ways you could own it and then for whatever country you owned it in because like again the maxwells were supposed to own it in europe united yeah. states 
And then somehow, you know, in Japan, he was trying to sell it in Japan on the Famicom. It also ported over to America for the NES. And then there was the Sega arcade, which, yeah, it gets really good. Which I play. I played all of these versions of the game, I, I believe, at one point. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, there's a lot. It's just a lot. Yeah, there's, but anyway. But yeah, so that's why I just I felt like it was a little bit confusing because even you sound like a little bit confused, like and like just during Act Two, and, and the thing is, Edgar, T whatever his name is, uh, the character's name, you know, like he also is confused. So maybe we're supposed to be kind of confused while he's kind of playing catch up and figuring it out as well. Because I was just like, wait, what? Like, yeah, and so, but that's yeah. that's what yeah. happened. Well, yeah, in real maybe life, we did was... a maybe we get a Margot Robbie, but instead of Margot Robbie, it's just Hank, and he's explaining. <laughs> here's what the contract says. Here's what it should say. Yeah. Here's what. But this they would. They. Means. I. I did think that. So I. 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 Generally speaking, I watch these uh, one time because they're in theaters. But this is our first streaming movie, so I watched it twice. Oh and my god. While there is That's a lot eating. of just like stuff Cheating. going on, um, overall, uh, they do a good job of laying out the problem or what's going on and then having a character go, Oh, so this is happening, you know, where it's like, blah, 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 blah. So basically Sega doesn't have the rights, you know, they, they would have somebody just lay that out. So you can follow what's going on, even if you don't completely comprehend it, because yeah, it's at a certain point, there's so much legalese going on that it's like, okay, I wish I had a paper and pen so I could keep track of all this. But at the same time, they're, they have all those eight bit graphics to also try to help you along the way. But end of the day, they just have somebody be like, so basically you get $5 million if you do this, but they're lying and I'm telling the truth. And so, and so, you know, so yes, it's confusing, but you can follow along what's happening. It's a, it's a classic. All you need to know is the good guys being honest and the bad guys, like the Maxwell's are the, like to your point, Kevra, the Maxwell's are, they are the top of capitalism, right? But they got there. Like, you get little hints throughout the movie of them being corrupt. And and even though this guy was a billionaire, he still fell. Like, he's still, like, all everything he was, you know. Uh, but one of my favorite lines was, I run a billion-dollar company. Of course I have money. I just don't have it right now <laughs> it was so funny you know but that's uh but that's the thing like again from the pope's exorcist like your sins will find you out and that's what we saw was that the the uh they they established early on um uh maxwell the maxwell senior is bribing uh, the russian guy and uh uh he says he's like uh stein is mine um my son's kind of an idiot, so I'm going to bribe you to let my son win. And then the competition is um, Hank Rogers, and he represents Nintendo. And Nintendo is never going to bribe you, right? Uh, which, which is, you know, whether or not that's true, I believe it because that's kind of Nintendo. Japanese people Nintendo are honorable. Is in, Nintendo is incredible. Uh, again, uh, to to once again brag about my day, one of the best days of my life was I shot a commercial in Nintendo's headquarters in Seattle, which we see in this movie. That, that's where the Game Boy scene oh, takes dope. place. That was... Uh, uh, I shot one of those sneak peeks there. The whole building is feng shui. 
which like one one of the one of the, like I can't tell you what feng shui means, but one of the aspects of feng shui is that a staircase never goes from the top of the building to the to the bottom. Uh, you have like a a stair that goes from one floor to the, to another, and then you have to cross the whole building to go like. You go from first it's floor like to second floor. It's like a mall and the escalators and to... on the other side of the floor, which exactly. is annoying. Exactly. Like, <laughs> there's no staircase that goes all the way from the bottom to the top. You have to go from first floor to second floor and then walk a bit and then go second floor to third floor and then walk a bit and then go third to fourth and so on. But um, uh, but overall, I wonder if yes, the building was just honorable like people. It's a Japanese thing. Because Jap the Japanese people have a lot of weird superstitions and yes. all like design philosophy and like, like we don't yes. allow drive for perfection. Our, our yeah, we got the whole thirteenth superstition, but like but he says yeah. he's like the Nintendo will never bribe you, but I will. And that <laughs> corrupt asshole and it doesn't always happen, and it doesn't always happen immediately. But the corrupt capitalists eventually are found out. But when the corrupt are also part of the government, it just takes longer. But uh, he says he's like Nintendo will never bribe you, but I will, and um, and that's true. That's that's Nintendo for you, and that's why Nintendo. Uh, like I remember reading how Nintendo has enough money squirreled away that they could stop doing any kind of work. They could just stop everything they do and they'd last like another hundred years or something like Nintendo is just uh, like, it. they've got like awesome, 90 billion stored know. in the bank right now. It's because they don't lower yeah. their game prices. <laughs> exactly. They just, they're like, they do. They go on sale all the time. They just don't bucks. keep right, them. Everybody here. Look. Don't buy the new Zelda game. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yeah, I already bought why, it. Man. Why? So Nintendo Why, doesn't have as much money. <laughs> Shut up, man. <laughs> so we can buy this stock price. Go play. Go play a better cheaper. game. Come on. Yeah. I'm a gamer. <laughs> I play shootums. That's all. I but play. okay. Uh, I'm. I'm just, I have. I have too many notes. So I'm going to start chipping away. Unless anybody has anything better to say. But overall, air, oh air. The best thing Air had going for it was a uh, that great montage at the beginning about uh, the '80s. <laughs> That montage at the beginning was dope. And then the rest of the movie, I was like, this is well acted, but like it didn't set up any kind of um, I wish I honestly wish that Matt Damon's character had been fraudulently set up with a wife and kids because I don't care if Hank Rogers actually didn't have a Japanese wife and, and kids that were obviously not his because he his wife cucked him. <laughs> I oh gosh, I wouldn't right. care, but I loved that it was like the whole movie. He's like, I'm fucked. If I don't do this, I'm fucked. So the whole time he's desperate. That's that's great. If that's not real, who cares? Because yeah. the whole movie, he's like, I'm desperate to make this happen. Whereas in air, he's like, I don't know. I just kind of want money. I kind of yeah, want Michael for... Jordan. You know, yeah, like Matt Damon cool. is already a successful guy. And yeah, but the Matt like, Damon. Okay, but there's two. You're talking about two Bruce. different characters, and we're like, we're judging these movies. Like, yeah, I think does you don't even have to judge. Lie to me, which is what you're doing. I I get what you're saying. So you wanted Matt Damon to be extremely poor in that movie? Is that what you're saying? Just fucking lie. <sighs> I wanted Matt like, Damon. Oh, he grew up on the I streets. Wanted Matt, 
Dude, I wanted Matt Damon to be like, if Michael Jordan doesn't sign with us, I'm destitute. Uh, my house goes under. Uh, Nike well, they, is going to kill my whole point, family. I would love that. Don't get, if they don't, they Jordan make the point in the movie that they're like, if we don't succeed in this this endeavor, because we're putting all of our chips in the same on the same person, if they don't succeed, the company may go under, or we might lose the entire basketball division. Like they make the stakes. Oh clear no, the basketball division. Oh no, which means a bunch of people are going to lose their job. Oh, you are a heartless. Bastard. Oh no, 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 good, and then you're no, like, like oh, who no, it was jobs, like, who cares? Who cares? <laughs> it was there was it, with air, so it was like, people getting unemployed, people get unemployed all the time. Yeah. Yeah. They live yeah. in America, they'll take unemployment, yeah, and then they'll bounce right back. People lose their jobs, people lose their money, like it's fine. Yeah, but with this, it was like. My family's gonna fucking die. Fuck that like, family. It, it was, you know what? Who cares? Yeah. You got cunt anyway. anyway. <laughs> He's a stupid dumbass. Fuck him. Well, the, yeah, and then I did. I think I made this clear, but like the KGB stuff, where like they, she comes to threaten his family, or the Russian guy comes and he's like, "I'm from the Russian yep. embassy." Like, never happened again. Never, never happened. I know you're talking about the movie. You're like, let's talk about what happened in the movie. It's not happening in real life. Mm. And I'm like, I yep. get it. I understand what you're saying. I'm not judging. Like. Here's the thing. I like this movie way more than Air, and mainly because it's just a much more entertaining movie, as yep. well as far as its storytelling. But also remember, Air. Lied. If we're comparing, if it's not even just they lied. No, I think even movies, if you stayed more truthful to it, it would still be a more. I, I haven't seen Air, but I'm just like, okay, more entertaining. Jordan, it's more entertaining because <laughs> the movie jumps. Like it's not okay. We're stuck in this office building for an hour and a half or two hours or how long the movie was. This movie, it's like okay, we're in Japan. We're at. We're in Las Vegas. We go to Russia a couple of times. And we're like, we're going to multiple locations. This isn't just a single movie where they're like, we're stuck in the same office building for almost the majority of the movie. And then we cut away to seeing what's going on in some other place. But like this movie, you it's like, you know, like in a Bond movie, you know, like you, you're you're jumping from place to place. You're seeing all these exotic yeah. locations and it's fun. And that that aspect of it is fun as well. So like I, I yeah. think like, yeah, you can make the argument that like, oh, it's it's better because it does it because it lies to me. I'm like, yeah, okay, you can make that argument, but I would say generally, it's like this movie's more fun in general because I think the story is more compelling, the characters are more compelling, like the you know yeah. the fact that it's you're more complicated. More compelling. Actually, again, I haven't seen Air, but I'm assuming it's more complicated, like with yeah, with Air, is, Air, is, Air is really? literally like Air is like like okay, um, we need to get Michael Jordan. Yeah, okay, well, who's simple. competing with? We're competing with Adidas and we're competing with Converse. Great. That's all you need to know. And then it's like, <laughs> it's like, that's it. But this movie yeah, is like, Adidas and Converse can people, offer more money. And that's about yeah. it. You've got three people who all think they own the rights to this thing, but they're also betting so they can get the rights for themselves. But there's also multiple like, okay, types of okay. rights that you could be talking or firing. Kevra. Also, Michael Jordan's dad is trying to take a cut and run. Kevra. <laughs> At the end, well, actually, what? it was more about his mom than his dad. Like he, his no, dad I know, I know. hardly I had just... anything to do with it. No, he's, he's I'm been trying was, to compare if this movie was scene. air. Yeah, but, but I, I, but I already, 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 already mentioned to to cut and divorce the other. <laughs> but I already mentioned Kevra how there's there's a scene at the end where they they kind of because you know like any movie is going to do this right where it's like like a win then a loss win then a loss and it's it's okay. The Jordans are on board. We've sold them. They want to go with Nike. But uh, he's got this long, drawn-out talk with Michael Jordan's mom, who's like, but we want a cut of every shoe sold. Just like in this movie, where it's like, we want a dollar per unit sold. And they're like, great, dollar, 50 cents, 25 cents, whatever. 
and it's a royalty. But she's like, we we want a certain we want a royalty per shoe, and he's like, well, that's not a thing. We've never done that before, and they build it up like it's going to be a big battle, and then he's like, oh, he's like, okay, I'll see what I can do, and then he goes to talk to the CEO of Nike, who's Ben Affleck's character, and he's like, he's like, dude, bro, homeboy. Uh, the Jordans want a cut of every shoe. And, and he goes, fuck it. And that's it. Like, it's just like you expected there to be uh, a big chase. It's not like something that should, should be you know? cut, honestly. Like, it sounds like it shouldn't even be yeah. a movie. Like, what well, I expected like, was, like, have, like you seen, uh, have you it seen, like um, this movie? It'd be like this movie. It would be like, okay, they got the rights. And then they're like, but like it okay, it does happen in this movie, but it's such a like uh like a glossed over thing that it doesn't really matter when he like finally signs the rights. He's like he's like, you'll get fifty cents per every cartridge. I just wanna use my prop. Fifty cents per every cartridge. And he's like, I want oh look, he's got one too. Where's yours, Nance? Uh he's like he's All like, right, I want I want it for touch cartridges. How about that? All right, touching cartridges now. Oh god, no. Oh. Blow on it. Oh. Blow on it. Oh. Anyway, it's like, you. but in that same moment, he's like, we want, we want a dollar for every cartridge. And he's like, fine, I don't give a no. shit. Here, sign the paper. Like, they make it such yeah. a, a quick Yeah, it would have been interesting to see more of the Hank-Nintendo dynamic. Because Hank's just representing these big well, hires. And also, like okay, Nintendo. so I didn't mention this. I didn't mention this. He was not there for the second meeting. So, like, the first meeting was, uh. like... He was there and he was like going like he was trying to get those. He wasn't there for the second meeting. The second meeting was with Nintendo and El Elorg, and they were like, we need to buy the rights. And they were like, here's the money. And they bought them. But they didn't chase anybody. They didn't get chased out of communist uh, Soviet Russia or anything like that. So that didn't happen. Which but, I thought was no, a ridiculous. Whenever that scene came up, I was like, this didn't fucking happen. Like I was just no, sitting there. Like, like, totally, I enjoyed no, it, but I was totally, like, this is so fucking totally. bullshit. This is bullshit. Yes. Yes, without a doubt, but I counter with the scene from Air where it's like the Jordans want 15 cents per shoe sold and, and he goes, <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> and I'm not I'm not lying. It's straight up. Yeah, fuck it. And then and then Matt Damon goes, woo, we got Jordan. Like it was it was so matter of fact Yay. that I was like. <laughs> You gotta Wait, okay. Just so go I haven't ahead seen the movie, but how long does Matt Damon struggle with this conversation when he's talking it's to the not Jordans? very long? It's literally, it's, it's literally like, like he's on the phone. He's on the phone with with uh, uh, Viola Davis, who plays Jordan's mom, and he's like, she's yeah. like, I want him to get. He wants residuals for every shoe that's sold. And he's like, uh, I, I I can't. We do don't that. do that. Like, that's not how this works. Because like, it's never been does. done. He's before. like, you like, don't get to deal unless thing. it happens. And then he's like, okay, give me a second. He goes upstairs, talks to Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck's like, man. Well, he so he sad. goes to Ben Affleck like, sorry, like, the deal's I'm, not going to happen. Sorry, they want man. residuals. I know that's yeah. not going to happen. And then he's like, you know what? Yeah, well, fuck what it. happened? And he's like, I'll worry about the board. And like, that's it. And then the, so the, okay. I, says, for me, okay. even though I haven't seen the movie, I feel like that Ben Affleck moment is fine. I feel like Matt Damon not arguing with Viola Davis is like what really deflates like the struggle it, or no, whatever. She, he, he does though, but he's like, he's just then. like, he's just like, but that's not how that works. And like, he's explaining to it. And then I like, expected, no, this, I expected Ben Affleck, Ben Affleck to go into the board because the, the whole movie, they're talking about the board, the board, the board. I expected him to board? go into the board and have to sell this to the board. But instead he just goes, fuck it. And we're not kidding. He's, he literally says, I don't fuck it. 
<laughs> and he goes back to he goes back to Michael I mean, Jordan's mom and goes, "My boss said fuck it." And then it's and then it's like, <laughs> but, but but meanwhile in Tetris, it's like Anita. It was the Russian version of Anita Hero, as it's like, "Do you trust me?" Yeah, I trust you. And then they're like trying to they're like they go through the alleyway around that truck and all that. Like they yeah. made it. They made it action packed, and then they get to the the they get to the. It uh, fit the with the rest of the movie though. And, like imagine freaking Matt yes. Damon is going through like a like a he's hitting cars on the way like to, to Ben Affleck's office or some shit like that. Like exactly getting people like out of the something. road. And all, like that would like, be like ridiculous. Wait a second, I need to run the rest of the way. Let me put on the Air Jordans, and then he's like running in the Air Jordans. <laughs> like that would have been more fitting. That would have been ridiculous and stupid, and I would have loved it. But yeah, instead, it was I, no, that would not have helped that movie. That would not help. Fuck me. it. Anyway, no. SB, SB, oh, SB, you've been on here. I just want to. I just want to comment. You said it was it's cool the seeing the original one. Nintendo president, and who would later to be the uh, Nintendo president of America, given how strained the Nintendo are with anything regarding a company. And I was going to say this. Apparently, the guy who like convinced the president was um, Kevin. I fuck up his name all the time. You're going to have to. You're going to have to tell him. The guy who created, who created Mario, the guy we toasted to. Last oh, Shigeru uh, Miyamoto. Miyamoto. I butchered too. I guarantee Nan says it way better. Miyamoto. I Americanized it. Shigeru Miyamoto. And I watch a bunch of Japanese movies, and I still can't speak Japanese. So he actually yeah. was the one. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't mention this, but he was the one who like convinced the president of Nintendo to be like, "Yeah, this is a good deal. You should take this Tetris thing." And the president's like, "Well, why?" And he's like, well, because your entire accounting staff is playing this accent. game. No, <laughs> I'm good. But Charlie would. No. No. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Is this a contractor? Oh. No, but okay. So when he, but Let he, me he, read he, the he contractor. Emotional. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Demonetized. This channel is no longer called Ranks. It's called demonetize. Uh, that's the name <laughs> of the channel. It's like, how long do we go with that? <laughs> I think anyway, a good so, But but Miyamoto, but what actually happens is Miyamoto told the president, he's like, Yeah, your entire count. The reason why this is a good he's like, Why is this a good <clears> game? Like, play this game for me. Tell me why we should take this deal. He plays the game and he's like, he comes back to him, he's like, Yeah, the reason why this is a great game because your entire counting staff is still playing this game and all the secretaries are playing this game and no one has stopped playing this game. This <laughs> So it's like, yeah, I just love the connection. I love how, oh my god, I love all this stuff. I love video games, that, man. My, I love my how this all connected. Part is that this guy that at, at the core of the story, and this is the this is real, right? This is real, regardless of chases to the airport or whatever. The man who in Alexi who invented Tetris, and he did it according to uh, you know who knows. You know who knows how it actually happened, but based off the movie, he you know he 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 enjoyed this block game, and he just out of passion invented this game because his day job was whatever being a programmer for the Russian government. But he makes this game just because he wanted to, and then he let others play it because he wanted to. Just go ahead, and because that's anybody who just does something because they have a passion for it right they just they they put it out there for free because they're at the bottom rung and they want it to you know they, they're just like i did it because for the love go ahead and play it and 
but that very thing ends up being it ends up setting the world on fire and then based off that he escapes communism <laughs> that like i watched this movie twice and i'm not ashamed to say that that scene where he shows up in san francisco american emotion fucking nailed me that my american emotion nailed me both times i, I want to know more movie. about what happened to him like and maybe I wasn't paying attention or something. You weren't paying attention. Did it say that like, ended up giving them a million dollars? Or no, Hank, well, yeah. So they they formed a company, they formed the the yeah, no, no, company together. Back up, yeah. back up. So that's the thing that a lot of oh, people say right, about. Right. They, they, a lot of people like to. It's a factoid. I think that's not actually true, but it's whatever. Anyway, a factoid about Alexi is that a lot of people say, oh, he never made a cent off of Tetris. That's sort of not exactly true. When uh, mm. the original, like, based off the original bloom of this whole thing coming out, he didn't make any money off of that, of course. Like, that didn't happen. So when he came to America, and then eventually the rights for the licensing rights had expired. Re Communist Russia was gone. So they had formed this company, Tetris. Uh, they formed the Tetris company, and then they were reselling. Because they still sell that game today, but you can also play it for free online. I was going to say, like, maybe he was make, involved in, like, they the still make money off remakes. That game. Yeah, there there's other versions of the game that are out there. I mean, they can they can re-release new versions. I mean, Kevin, like whoever you know, made Snake, they got fucked over because I mean, you can go wait, find wait. a freeware version Nintendo of Snake Switch, anywhere. Yeah, but like uh, Kevin, like you can play the Tetris '99 on Switch, right? Like you you can yeah play you can play it. yeah yeah as long as you have so, an online yeah. membership, you can play Tetris. And I guarantee you, yeah. they're making a buck off that from Nintendo, or they're making some money off yeah. it. So it's not like it's not like Alexi, like he's like oh man, he was some broke. Uh, programmer and he's lived in Russia for the rest of his life. He's like, no, he he came to America. He eventually made it here in America. I mean, he's credited for Tetris, but yeah, he mm. he created helped create other puzzle games. He worked for Microsoft at, like 1995. He started working for Microsoft. He had developed games for them. Uh, I think a game called Hexus. I didn't mention this earlier, but there's a game called Hexus on Xbox. That was his creation that he had created, which is another puzzle game. But yeah, he. Ended up making a bunch of puzzle games for adults and that sort of thing. So he made money. Like this guy's not nothing yeah. bad happened to him. You know, he like he had a good life after the fact. He was like, just excited good that his creation had left Soviet Russia, it became this big worldwide thing that obviously made tons yeah. other people tons yeah, of money. But good. you know, but yeah, but again, anyway, yeah, I don't like, again not knowing some... what happened in reality in this story yeah. in the movie Tetris, he says at one point he's sitting when he first meets Hank. He says, I do not have the right to receive money for my game. And Hank says, that's criminal. And he says, no, that's communism. And that's no lie. Yeah. That's that's reality. It's like you you do something. Well, you did it for your your motherland or whatever. But what everything comes down to is incentive. Everything in life comes down to incentive. Why do anything if you're not going to see benefit for it? And so. That's what he's getting at. That, that he's like, you know, the idealism of communism is well, you do it for the glory of your nation, and that's easy to say if you're a mediocre, you know, loser. You're like, yeah, I'm really happy that I have these other people who are really good at what they do. But for a guy like Alexi, what he was robbed of was the, and as I said in my intro. He was robbed of the capital, the the hidden value of of money 
in order to make another game and another game and another game. And this eventually this breeds inequality, but that's the that's the core difference. That's when the, the, the 20th century coming down to the United States versus Russia, the United States being built on capitalism and 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 Russia being built on communism is that communism is. Well, idealism will get us all the way. And anybody who's ever been had a first day at a job, they understand the first day you're like, I'm new at this. I'm going to do a great job. But over time, you're like, I really don't I don't necessarily give a shit. Right. And that's the problem is that over time, uh, nationalism isn't enough versus everybody is typically because we're all human. We're all self-serving humans. We're out for ourselves, right? And and that's just the 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 naked reality of things. We all have ourselves and our families to look after. And that's what this movie is about, is that it's like you make this game, you should be rewarded. I'm, but it's like, no, no, no. gonna get the reward. <laughs> but then I'm human? Yeah. I'm human. Yes. Okay, fuck you. Oh but my God. where where you see this manifest throughout the story, and those are the fun parts, is like the so like taxi drivers, right? They're like, okay, my job is to drive people around, but their choice at the end of the day is who they pick up. Well, fellas, who do they pick up? Hot chicks. The people who are going to give them cancer because they want to yes. fucking die. <laughs> yes, the people. So the people who are bribing them with a pack of cigarettes are the people who get a ride, which is fantastic. And throughout the movie, you see people like waiting in line for food. You have to wait in line for phone privileges, right? Rather than the person with yeah. the money to, to, to spend for international phone privileges, you have to wait in line for days, if not weeks to use the phone because everything's all about equality. Um, and then at the end, uh, uh, Gorbachev says communism was never meant to stand in the way of freedom, but human greed got in the way. And as he says that, he looks at our like corrupt. Well, and that's the same thing the capitalists will argue all know. the time is the fact that like you know capitalism isn't inherently bad, but greed fucking corrupts it. Like that's the problem with yeah. humanity in general. Greed yes. absolutely corrupts, and it doesn't matter yes. what system you're using, people are going to find a way to fuck it up and abuse it. And that's just the that's yeah. why you have governments who usually put in laws to prevent that kind of a thing. But usually yeah. the people with the fucking money are saying, actually, can you look the other way? And they go, okay. Exactly. So like, so, so you have two different systems that are both going to become corrupt at some point. And you see that at the end of the movie, you have fat ass Robert Maxwell hanging out with fat ass Gorbachev. And Gorbachev says, he's like, he's like, yeah, I'm gaining weight. So I need a new suit. And then, and then Maxwell's like, yeah, I know how that goes. Like they're, they, they both represent the corruption of, of one system and the corruption of the other, but they both fall at the end of the day. And that's kind of the point is that again, to quote the Pope's exorcist for the millionth time, your sins will find you out. Like if you, if your karma. whole, if your karma, if your, if your business is run and that, that was, that was kind of the irony though. Right. Cause like one, one of my, one of the best characters of this movie is, is, uh, is Kevin, not Cabra, Kevin. And his whole thing is he's like, he's like the worst That's of the Nepo babies. Mr. Right. Maxwell. Yeah. 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 Like <laughs> that, was, that was one Maxwell. of the best. Jokes. Mr. Fuck McCurdy. You, Mr. Maxwell, yeah. Mr. Myers. Yeah. 
Yeah, like in We're general, people chums. people today people today Dumb. act like privilege is some heaven where everything works out and life is gravy. Kevin Maxwell may eat and live well, but for him, privilege is a prison, a constant reminder that he's not a man, but a little boy pathetically following his father's footsteps, yearning for his attention and for the respect of others, but without taking the steps necessary to become his father, to, to outshine his father, step out of his shadow. He's a pathetic weasel and everybody knows it. In this story, Wait, he's the, the worst the kind of one. Nepo baby. The type of the, he, he's, he, we talk about Nepo babies a lot, but he's the type that wants to have everything both ways. I want Nepo respect, baby. but I haven't earned it. I want a quick route to the top courtesy of my billionaire father, but I don't want to be constantly reminded of cutting respected. this corner. Assholes like him, like, you know, like Harry uh, the, of the royal family, like should join the, the fucking military or whatever they if they want respect. But this guy's like Fredo, right? Have you guys seen Godfather 2 where he's like... Uh, He's just whining about like I should be in charge. You know, shit. I'm Never smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm smart. I want and I want respect, you know. And it's like, no, you're not gonna get respect because you've never taken a fucking step to get that. But at the end of the day, the irony is that, that Kevin Maxwell was the only not the only, but he was one of the only honest characters in this movie. He actually was trying to uh achieve this goal of making this deal. Uh, and he was honest about it, but his dad was bribing people around his back and all that. But um, meanwhile, every time somebody asks him about business, he's like, I don't have, I'm too important. I don't have the time to deal with the minute details of whatever. At the end of the day, he was also just a piece of shit like his dad. He, he, he may have been honest about not taking bribes. Details. Well, I mean, the whole thing yeah. about the bribe thing, it seemed like he was, like, too far about, like, it, almost, it wasn't, like, a virtuous thing, like, bribes. I wouldn't do a bribe. It's like, psh, you're not worthy of a fucking bribe. Like, it's almost like, exactly. I, I'm so fucking yeah. far above you. Like, no, I'm not going to fucking bribe you just because I'm fucking powerful and rich. You need me more than yeah. I need you. Yeah, so exactly. I was like, yeah. he's, not, he's not a virtuous character at all. He's, like, he's a little cunt baby, but anyway. Yeah, they're both cunts. But you had these that's, two fat guys. You had... You had fat Maxwell and you had fat Gorbachev showing that the people at the top win out, regardless of whatever system you have, the people at the top win out. Government takes all your money and squanders it either way. They, in, in America, they try to increase your taxes to, to steal all your money. But because that's what it comes down to is that people act like money is something that, that like grows on trees or we dig up from the ground. But money is just value and time wrapped up and produced by productivity. It's like a promise. It's like you do the work now and you'll see value in the future. And, and, but as opposed to like, people act like it's just something that we just like create out of thin air. It's like, no, people actually have to put effort into doing that. And then, um, taxes are, are, are like a way of, of just like, uh, I, I'm of the camp that taxation is theft, like just straight up theft. <laughs> where where it robs people of the choice to do what they want with their money. So like this guy, Alexi, who just made a video game, he should become a millionaire overnight. And then he has the choice to give that money. Like we see him, they have a scene where he's outside of a, a grocery store and it's, it, it, it's empty of food. And he decides to give his food to this less fortunate woman and whether or not that happened in real life, whatever, it just shows that he's a good guy. But the point being that 
he makes something that sets the world ablaze, like he makes something that everybody wants to buy, he entertains a planet, he should become a millionaire, and then he can do whatever the fuck he wants with his money. He wants to give it to charity. He wants to go and, and invest all of that in another video game. That's his choice. But the, the importance of a story like this is that the government says, no, 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 no. We know better than you. We're going to take all the profits, right? Because uh, at the end of the day, you're here to service the country, patriotism and all that. He takes all that money or the, the government takes all that money and they appropriate it. They they redistribute it. They they. But at the end of the day, it all goes down the throat of Gorbachev. It makes that fucking asshole fatter at the expense of, of the guy who actually put the work in and robs him of the choice to do whatever he wants, right? So at the end of the day, he ends up in San Francisco, in America, makes a bunch of money, and then at that point, he can do whatever he wants. And he goes on to make all these other video games. He does... He the the point being, it's up to him at the end of the day what he wants to do with 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 the uh, the, the sacrifices, the the fruits of his labor, what he wanted to do. And that's the beauty of a uh, beauty of a story like this is that at the end of it, uh, throughout the story, it, it's it's sprinkled in there that he's like uh, uh, when he's explaining to Hank, he's like Hank says. Hank's like I. I was born here. I was born in the in the Netherlands or Holland or whatever, and I grew up in mm. New York. And I, I've lived in all these different. And now we live in Japan. I, I've lived in all these different places. And and uh, and Alexi says I've only ever lived here, the apartment like of my literally parents. this and, apartment. And, <laughs> yeah, like I've only ever been here. And and Hank looks at him like I, you know, he kind of pities him a little bit. And the whole idea being that, like, this one bright idea, this one game that sets the world ablaze enables him to escape this oppressive system to live somewhere where he gets to choose his destiny. And he so he's like, I'm going to make more video games. That's what I want to do. Or I want to give the charity or whatever it may be. But it's individual choice that that runs the rest of his life versus a corrupt government because at the end of the day every fucking government becomes corrupt at some point again represented by these fat fucks who are telling him what to do but at the end of the day he gets to do what he wants and that's that's why my american emotion overtakes me by the end of this story where i'm like uh, fuck air fuck air this is this, this story nailed me to the wall twice i watched it twice and i enjoyed it thoroughly that's cool (laughs) (laughs) so there you go so okay so i would say the most chucky rants of any of the videos that i've ever i know you know what what? i I agree like i agree i agree too what do you hate America, bro? Do you want to talk shit about America, bro? What do you guys say about America, bro? It doesn't pierce the top four. I don't think it's better than John Wick. I think John Wick is a much better movie. I think those are all safe. Yeah, I would say it goes right above it. I knew, I knew, I knew. I knew when we watched this movie, and as I watched it, I wasn't even fully through the movie, and I knew it. I knew as I was watching the movie, I was like, "This is gonna go right above air," because. How, even halfway yes. through the movie, I was like, "This is this is the, the same movie." Aired. And I will also say, here's the thing: I will also say this. I just want to throw same, this out there. I think it's very interesting. Lately, 
because people always say the adage of like Hollywood's out of ideas. I'm like, sure, Hollywood's always out of ideas. They're always trying to find up what's the new story right now. And right now we're kind of in this yeah. weird funk where people have said every superhero story that we think we've told at least. And now they're trying to find what's next, what's next. And now it's not video games. That's the thing. It's like video games might be one of them. But currently, I feel like we have there are like a ton of like these biopic movies that are about not necessarily people but like businesses or like the trajectory of a specific events but it's like it's like this movie's coming this movie came out we have air there's the george foreman movie which looks like trash it's a biopic but still um there's this movie about this record company that also dealt with kiss and a bunch Mm -hmm. of other uh soul bands back in the 70s so there's like all these like weird it's like this really weird specific niche success stories from the late 21st yeah it's like 20th exact, something like that late 20th like century that. success stories and it's something that like our generation or a little bit older like lived through and we're like wait we didn't know that they, that story happened yeah. kind of a situation but there's a lot yeah. of them and they're all coming out this year and it's just again, this weird again, thing no, no, no. Like, we we mentioned we already mentioned the big short we, we live in a society founder we mentioned Moneyball. Yeah, and we live in a society, but but those those three are the big ones. Like when we watched Air, right? right. I'm talking about I was like the founder did this, Moneyball yeah, did this, us. Big Short big did this, short. and and yeah. and Air. My biggest at the time, my biggest thing with Air was, as I've said tonight, it was just it was like the jokes write themselves. Right, Air was uh, a little light, <laughs> but it was just like can't you beef this story up again? We said that if you would, all the stuff they had in the, before the credits were, was like uh, the company went on to do this. And so-and-so went on to do that. It was like, that's interesting. Couldn't that have made a better ending than what we actually got? What we got was a guy laying on a couch being like, and then we made $150 billion. Isn't that great? It was a little boring, but, she, the wife was in super sentai. What? I gotta look this up now. Anyway, she was in Japanese Power Rangers. Okay, Super um, but uh, and I like, I, like, like, like again, I, I even said stuff. during the air episode, I was like, I, I wish this guy had a family that it could be like. If I don't make good on this deal, my family's gonna be destitute. That's what this story did. And at the end, yeah. the whole thing is like his, all the stuff with his with his daughter and his and her recital and all that. Like that is a way of humanizing them, and if you think, but it's they cheap, didn't do a good whatever. job of that, though. I felt like I felt like that was one of the weaker elements was the fact that like they didn't really build the whole relationship with this family. They were just kind of there in the background, and then like you got the sense I, of like he was ignoring. I agree, it I agree with Kevin. It got me, and then the, it got I agree me. with this Kevin in the sense of like okay, like typically when you're writing a movie, there's like you get to a point when you're writing it where you're like. Oh yeah, we need that scene that we've probably seen in a hundred other movies, right? Like, yeah. like, to me, it reminded me, like, okay, what what are movies that are about fathers that are neglect their their families? What are movies about like Hook? Hook's a great example. Like Hook, That's a movie Hook about is a the guy one to go to. Yeah. Every time I see that scene where he's like, I'm on the phone call of my life. It's like I totally understand that yeah. that scene now as an adult. Yeah. But like, but yeah, that's. Wait until you have kids, man. So you'll 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 understand. But uh, more so than I, I think I will. Maybe who knows? But anyway, what I'm saying is like it, you get to a point where you're like writing the movie and you're like, oh, we gotta fit this scene in, and so we gotta have the scene where he like makes it up to the daughter, and it's like, 
Yeah, and I, I get where Kevin's coming. It's like no, I I thought out. it was adorable. I was all yeah. mad at her. She's it, 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 it didn't time, work. They like, didn't have the buildup for it. Like they didn't have like a good start. Kim Jong Un. Like, but also I thought it was cute. Well, to that same point though, was also like the chase scene and the airport stuff. I was like, this feels like it's ripped out of the script of Argo. Like they were just like, okay, we're gonna do this at the end. And we're gonna put it. We're gonna tack it on because we gotta. We sure. gotta raise the stakes. And of course, but it was like a better version of Argo. I will give it that. Right. though. <laughs> it's more fun, and you're sure. like really on board. Whether and it was then, stolen and then I or love, not, it was still I love, effective. I love the switcheroo when they get on the airplane, and he's like, "What the fuck?" And then they're like, "Oh, they're on the other plane." And then, and, and, like, then oh, and then it. as soon as, but like, what's more important is that the moment that he realizes the switcheroo occurs, he runs off, and then he's confronted. Like it's. Whether or not it was inspired by Argo, which it probably was, it still worked. And I, I, I do think that the but stuff again, of this the family still worked. Stuff, where you know? it's like, it's, it's like his wife says at one point, he's, she's hollow. like, we still have a life regardless of making a billion dollars off of this game. And he's like, he's obsessed over it. But then when, he, when you know, when he gets home to Japan, he has his cute little recital with the girl. Like, I still... It's it for me. It I worked like where I was like, it's it was cute. It was still. Cute. I didn't hate again. I didn't hate it. I'm just getting to the point where I understand where Kevin's coming from. Because it does feel like, oh, we need that scene. Oh, let's put that scene in the movie. Okay. Yeah. Um, I love it. It was in there, but that doesn't mean it was not earned. Like it, there was no like idea. beginning relationship where he had like some. No, like, you do see that. No, you're wrong, Kevin. There is because she even says it that. was She's all like, hey. Up. Come to it. He's like, yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there. Like he says, I gotta go. And like the, the whole movie, he's like, I gotta go. And she's like, Where are you going this time, Daddy? And he's like, I'm going to Japan or I'm going someplace. That right. does happen in the movie. So there is no. There's two other kids that we don't. There see. is set up. There is precedent. <laughs> the but they with they, their other kids. They set, set up thoroughly him and There's his three kids. kids. They set up his home life. Like it. And they, they, I thought he that, had one Not kid. only do they set no. it up, but then when two he you know he meets Alexi and he's. He's telling Alexi, these are my kids. He's talking about the family. But then we have that moment where he's like, fuck you, family. Like, I'm trying, I'm working my ass off for you and you don't appreciate it. And his, and, and his wife's like, I watch your recital when I get this deal done. He gave zero shits about the family up until like his wife is like, hey, you're being an asshole. And it's like, that's what he's been the entire time. Like, you never see him, like, have uh, an actual relationship he, with his family up until the very end. He was business done. He, I think he was he, doing what he needed to do. Yeah. Like the family was just there and he was just ignoring them up until the point where he lost everything and his wife was like, Yeah, you're a fucking dick. Um and then he's like, Are you forgetting Back to about the scene? And then he's like, Okay, him, now that like... I've made the money, here you go, daughter. Now that I made five million dollars or whatever it is, I'm gonna put a little stage there for you because now my problems are solved. And so let's focus on you now. And it's like, what? That seems, Go fuck that, yourself, like speaking man. of hook like, though, that seemed that all felt true to life where it was like your little fucking recital is nothing next to the, the legacy of this family. And then once he like, as before then he's like, yeah, I love you. Like I'll, I'll be at your recital, but like I'm in Russia where shit's kind of fucked up. And then the but daughter is like, stuff at the beginning yeah, of the film, where he, you show the love of him, and he's like, he's doing this for you. Like, but he no, was, he was with his like, family at the beginning. For you, what? He he was with his family at the beginning. Just because you're with your family doesn't mean you're like having a loving relationship or anything. Like he's just sitting there, like he's just, like looking at him fucking playing Tetris. 
They're quiet. Awesome. I love it when my kids shut the fuck up. Like that's the that's the moment. Which is also that true. They have in the beginning of the movie, and then at the end, like in the middle, she's like, quiet. "You're so focused on the." It's like, yeah, that's the whole fucking movie like, that I'm watching. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it just, it did, you know, it doesn't him, have the beginning emotional okay, like what, connection with the family. What it's you just, wanted it you assume, was him. Well, he married this woman. He had these kids. Of course, he fucking loves them. But he's way more preoccupied and not giving a fuck about them because he's more focused on Tetris. And then you have well, the they're not his him. kids. They're not his and kids also, because obviously oh, yeah. <laughs> they, they look fully Listen. Japanese. They don't look half Japanese Listen. at all. You would have but you that. wanted a scene of him tucking his kids into bed and just being I like, wanted I love something you. like, like that. I wanted something where he's being a loving and caring you know father. You know what? Yeah. Kevin, this is where you're wrong okay. because there is a scene, but we don't, there's a scene and there's another pro- problem I have with that scene because remember, when he gets uh, when he gets honey trapped in the movie, and yeah. we talked about this at the very beginning because I completely forgot about it because Charlie got on his on his soapbox capitalism. for yeah. Yeah. Chucky Rance got on his capitalism soapbox, but and I forgot we talked about this. But in the beginning of the movie or the beginning America. of this podcast, we talked about that scene where he the girl comes up to him and kisses him, and he's like. He's like, oh, uh, I'm sorry, I'm married. Save and like, he cuts it off. And in that dude. moment, I realized, like, yeah, he really does care about it's not just his wife, but he also cares about his family because he knows, it's, like, as someone who's obviously married. Well, he's an honorable man. Like, that's the thing. They keep saying that. Like, he well, repeatedly so says, I'm an honorable person. I don't need an extra little, like, kissy tuck in the bed, you know. You know, rub, if you rub have the moment with this with this kids at the it. end, I think you do need that. You and you need also it. need multiple kids instead you of just like the one, it. like the fuck the other kids. Drag <laughs> the movie. It's just gonna be like an extra cutaway. You don't need. Um, yeah. Anyway, no. Uh, hold on. Back up. Uh, I do. No, like, I'm reading Espy's like comment. This is true that she was she trolled the other sister by being like, "Here, you pretend to play," and that's I've done that's that. The same thing. As I've playing. done that. I've done. Yeah. That. Everyone's done that. Well, I, and that was happening. Like her, the sister was doing this. Like the sister was playing <laughs> yeah. like this, playing like the in the controller. air, which is funny. But no, I, I like like the the building up family stuff. Uh, I it 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 was like all we got that in the scene where the banker, Mister Zhao, said. Uh, uh, they set up the stakes right away. And this is what right. Air did. My whole point is that Air didn't do this. Air was like, this fat middle-aged guy is like, they do he set cares the stakes up, but you just don't care about this, jobs because they're <laughs> heartless. No, they're because that's capitalism. Because you don't care yeah, about with this, lose their job, which also means that they, they have to find a job for their oh, family. Oh, McCurdy, great, name you know, name one do... person from from uh, Nike who who you cared about. It's implied. It's uh, it's the subtext. You get this. You get the situation right away. I don't understand why you don't understand. Versus that. in this movie, we had that great little scene where he he goes into his uh his and i'm not arguing in, in this isn't a better movie no so and in tokyo and he and he goes he goes he goes guess what everybody we're big failures now and he says it in japanese and his wife is like and then and he, he's like uh we're major yeah. publishers now right. and there's a cute little That's scene great. where it's like all these people are going to be destitute wait but Nance. instead what you got in air was that in air in air he's looking around at all these people and then he walks he he at the end of the movie uh, all these people we don't know any of them and he walks into the the middle of the bullpen and he goes he goes everybody i'd like your attention please 
we got Michael Jordan. And everybody's like, who the fuck is Michael Jordan? But I guess, yay, but I guess, yay, that means something. That fu- Even though that whole story, but Michael Jordan doesn't mean anything yet. Is. Michael Jordan isn't yeah, a big exactly. success yet, so nobody fucking right. cares if you got Michael Jordan. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. But that is uh, the uh, viewer years later, that's a big that deal. Like, oh, yeah, but as the viewer, you're realizing like, oh, wow, like in that mm-hmm. even back then, like, did, no one knew who he was. And that was part of like his, that was part of his whole point is like you as the audience yeah. know how this is going to turn out. But it's like the fact that you're watching it as an audience member in this time period. And you're yeah. like, oh, wait, wow. Like they didn't, nobody really knew who Michael Jordan was. And like, even yeah. they set that whole thing up in that. I don't want to talk about that movie as much, but like they set all that up with the fact that like, he's like this, this basketball guru genius who figured out all this stuff that other people weren't yeah. really paying attention to. Like, that's the point of that movie. It's not all yes. this other gobbledygook of like, I don't give a shit about these jobs. It's not about that. But anyway, this movie's more fun. I like the Tetris movie more. So like, yeah. Like that I being said, like, I, I think we're saying my, a lot, my, my but we're is, all agreeing, right? <laughs> we're all agreeing right. that it's better than air, but my, my, my one challenge is I would question you, whether Mr. or not it's better than John Wick. That's my one. That's my one question. I want to ask you. all I don't is think it's better, better because, and, and, but why not, is that? Why is that? Because is that? Nans, because if Nans, if we put this above John Wick, Nans will not sleep ever again. I that's will not sleep. Sleep. That's not good enough. I want to know why. I really don't think. I think John Wick is just a much more entertaining movie overall. Intent. That's a, that's is a that good what enough. You reason. always say chart intent. And the intent of the movie. I think. I think well, John Wick is a much more engaging movie. I do feel like there's times in this movie. Like, okay, here's the other thing. This movie. Okay, John Wick. This movie, right? This movie's got like all these features. Like if, if I'm comparing cars, I'm just going to do a car comparison, right? Uh-oh. Car comparison. Go with the car comparison. Nans might follow with this one. I don't know. Okay. So okay. think of like. Unless you screw like, it up. Unless you screw it up. But, you know, we'll see. But you're rooting for John Wick. So I, I know where I'm going with this one. Okay. So Tetris is like, uh, like uh, it's a luxury car. that has got all these really great features on the car, but it's not a yeah. fast car. And you you get your enjoyment, but it's not it's not adventurous. I don't feel like I'm feeling the excitement when I get into this car. It's like great, it's got all these cool features like you know GPS and all this stuff. But I'm like, it's just a bunch of stuff. And and this movie has that. Like it's like we gotta have the eight bit stuff. We gotta explain all this stuff. We gotta have the car chase. We're gonna put this family thing that doesn't work for Kevra. Like you know, we got all this these things. We got all the things. We got all the features but john yeah. wick john wick's the movie that's like fuck all of that i just watched two lane blacktop by the way so this tetris is, is an old person's Tet- lexus it, no, no, no. it's so reliable right. it's, got, it's got all this it'll stuff. last it'll forever stuff. right no let, no, no, let, let the car guy go let the car guy go let the car guy go nance go for john wick four though john wick four right, is nance? an american john wick four is american burnout but it's not it's just shooting people in the face but it's not just any American muscle car burn. Like it is a stripped down. I'm gonna go for speed muscle car. Like we're gonna take all the bullshit out. We're just gonna put the fucking yeah. It's speed like a in. Fast and Furious. It's car. a Fast and Furious. Like we're gonna strip <laughs> this all of its bullshit, and it's just what you fucking wanted. You wanted a muscle car. That means you wanted to go fucking An engine fast and a shit. seat and a steering An wheel. An engine and a seat and a steering wheel. It's all you fucking need. You don't need anything else. That's what that's what John Wick is, and it's fucking awesome, and it makes you look like a badass. When you drive a Lexus, 
I mean, you're like, yeah, you got some money, and, and it's the great, muscle car like, gives you a tingle in your balls. The Lexus, it. you don't feel anything. You don't feel nothing, fellas. I don't need anything more than that. <laughs> That's all good all by tingling. me. All good by Kevin, me. Kevin, did you need a? Did you need an example, did, Kevin? Did you need one? Did you? Did you need one? I mean, I did haven't seen Air or John Wick Chapter Four, so I don't think you want, it's going to really. Did register you want a for comparison? Me. Let's like. Let I also me, don't know cars me, at all. That's the other okay, thing. Video like, games. Okay, okay, video games. Like, what's it's your the Tetris of game? Tetris, right? <laughs> video Tetris game. is not so, Tetris. So, Ocarina of Time is a great game, right? And Ocarina of Time's got all the, like these different temples and stuff. Overrated, but yes, yeah. it's overrated. It's got all these temples and it's got like a <laughs> thing. But then Breath of the Wild, right? They're like, "Fuck that! You can do whatever you want. Like, you can have freedom. You can do." That and that's the premise of the game. It's like I don't give a shit about like, oh, we gotta go to the fire temple, then we gotta go to the water temple, and then we gotta figure out the water temple because I don't understand water elevators. But no, then you get <laughs> breath breath of the wild, and it's like, no, fuck all that. You can go anywhere, you can do whatever you want. It's all stripped down. It's like it's simple. Like this, like you can go right now. You can go fight Ganon right now. You can do it. You yeah, can if you do can play the go. tutorial, of course. Yeah. You can do it. You can go. Can so you have a, a pistol? Just real quick, Dragon's 2023 is now at Boba's Afraid, Infinity Pool, Guardians 3, John Wick 4, Tetris, welcome. Just above air, because you're the same movie. 6 air, 7, Creed 3, Shazam 2, Dungeons and Dragons, Megan Missing, Scream 6, The Mario Movie, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, Renfield, Evil Dead Rise, The Pope's Exorcist, Magic Mike 3, Knock at the Cabin 1, Plane 1, Cocaine Bear is a piece of shit. Uh, Kevra, you know what I love? At some Wait, point, you said last night on Nance's broadcast, you'd love to rank Zelda. Yeah. Uh, someday. Yeah, yeah, would back you, in like in 2026, whenever uh, Nance has completed all the Zelda games, because it sounds like he hasn't, you know, we want to start next week we start playing all the zelda games next week you oh, do Jesus. all the editing and you premiere them all on this channel <laughs> do you accept this challenge absolutely not i hate editing Fuck! <laughs> yeah. He's like, everybody out there start uh somebody start a uh, uh a crowdfunding initiative to get Kevra to start editing all the uh, Zelda. I mean, here's the thing: is how much editing do you need, considering the fact that you guys? I mean, you do these live things where you just have like graphics thrown up, like here and there. Like, I feel like it's not like uh, my Carly videos where like Carly I'm throwing up five second clips throughout like a thirty minute video. It would be us doing the shit we normally do for Bond. That's a Bond. Uh, the four yeah. of us and whoever else wants to join, recording us talking about the games and then editing full-fledged videos of that discussion with game footage and then ultimately ranking whatever, like, 20 Zelda games top to bottom. There's that many? Yeah, uh, yeah. There's, I think there's 19. I think 20 is uh, Breath, uh, Tears of the Kingdom. So. But if it was, what, Ocarina, Majora, what's even Wind the Waker. next? What? Wind Waker? Twilight Princess. Wait, are we just Skyward doing Sword. the console games? We're just doing console games. I mean, I'm right? assuming that's what we're... Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming he's not playing all 20. Like, Nancy, have you ever played any? at Ocarina. I think like, we'd have to do all of them. I all 20? All of them. I would have all to find... That would be so hard. And then just you have to the find all the CDI ones. games. Fuck that, Charlie. I'm not doing that. 
I mean, no, the CDI games don't count. Nintendo games. Nintendo it is a Nintendo game. The CDI, well, so what about well, like a Capcom? What about the Capcom the Zelda games, which are like all the handhelds? I don't want to do that. Yeah, because the yeah, because uh, yeah, because it's not. Screw yeah, no, that. just do the console ones. Just do the main console ones. She's so much. All right. Legend of Zelda, but 3D. Legends, yeah, Legend of Zelda, Link's Adventure, uh, Link to the Past, okay. Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, All uh, right. Wind Waker, Twilight Princess, Skyward. What was that game? No, that game is Skyward Sword. Press... What? Skyward you, Sword. You... I couldn't hear you. I'm sorry. I didn't hear what you said. <laughs> it's just say, a bit. I didn't hear. I didn't hear what you said. Uh, I anyway, couldn't hear you because that wild. game sucks so bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad game. It's not a bad game. <laughs> Myers, you never this is a it, preview. Right? This is a preview of what it would be like. Just Myers, bit. you never anyway, beat it, though, right? I watched. I ended up being like, "Fuck this game," it's and I watched Mr. a YouTube Myers. video. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Hey, we're not chums, motherfucker. <laughs> I, I mean, I got your phone number. I feel like we're somewhat chums at least. <laughs> But it's no, I, I ended up giving, I I gave up. I gave up on that game and was like, "Fuck this game!" And I watched a YouTube cut of uh, the whole story. Because yeah, no, it's... I get. I've seen a lot of grown men complain. The motion control. I can't do the motion control. So yeah, I understand. Yep. I get it. Yep. I get it. Yeah, I don't relate to it. They but ported I, my shame. You said they to ported it to. Uh, they put it on the Switch, right? You said that, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And now they have button controls for it. I love button controls. Yes, I need. I need I to sit on my ass and play controls, honestly. The one thing Back, Back to the Future 2 got wrong is they were like, oh, it's for because your your buddy, your your hobbit hobbiting friend said this in the movie in Back to the Future 2. He's like, oh, you got to use your hands. That's for babies. And like now it's like, no, nobody uses the motion controls. Everyone wants to use the controllers. You're a nice McFlurry. You're right. I think that yeah. is. I mean, motion controls were a gimmick that, for sure. That sounds right. like a. Back to the Future joke, right there. But, but anyway, yeah. Uh, uh, and, uh, a and question for Rings. another day. A question for another day, Kevra. If you would want to do that, this channel is open to it. We'd give you all the ad income that comes from anything you would make. Uh, handshake deal. I want royalties. We're shaking the same hand. <laughs> <laughs> just like this movie just like this movie uh all of you have the rights and then and then like you fight over them and then you like nobody has oh. the rights at the end of the day but you like fight you know what i'm saying they like, fight yeah i get but you're like, what you're saying yeah yeah but then yeah, like russia yeah, yeah. russia has all the deal uh, all at the end of the day but uh someday someday doing zelda shit and then live streaming all Maybe. of it on nance's channel before would be we last even think about all that what are we doing this weekend what movie are we doing book club two. Oh god okay listen you gotta broaden your horizons guys. what even is the other one that why are we not doing the zodiac thing yeah what is I mean, that you can do the zodiac thing i just i thought you know like in in good faith you just watch every fucking movie because if we're just watching all the horror films and all the action movies you're not really watching all the movies you're just watching you gotta do all the franchises movies. this is a sequel to this the is book. a sequel nights to the first thing mccurdy's Dance trying to just... torture us i am because i had yeah. to watch four horror movies back to back to back and i was like this is great but i'm like i want to i want something different which was yeah. nice watching tetris um well, Knights of the look. Zodiac is a Sony Pictures Entertainment. Okay, nice for, uh, 
real quick, let me ask, does anybody have any other further notes on Tetris? No. Okay. Now that we're chilling with also, Mr. Cabra, I, need, Cabra. I also need SB. I also need SB to make rank two because we would. How dare we would? Oh yeah, yeah. He was gonna two. make rank. He's two, like, but if you do book club two, we're doing at ranked two, and I'm like, I want to see that. Yes, but we brought Cabra in because Cabra is uh, apparently our video game man because he's all about how to adapt video games to the big screen and he already said he's like or the small screen either one yeah. Um, yeah and he's like he's like you're gonna make tetris how about a communist thriller that was all his idea but anyway uh how many videos do you have out for zelda at this point right now i only have three because ryan and i okay. have been really busy with casting stuff like he'll okay. he's been constantly facetiming me and we've been watching auditions and all that kind of stuff but okay so um, i'm caught up but when does yeah. number four come out I mean, I don't have a uh, a schedule, uh, but I mean, I've been I've been working on it. I'm I'm hoping for next week, but I also want to like have the next the next two are about Skyward Sword, and I kind of want to release them close together. Um, okay. Catch us so, up to what we're even talking about for anybody who doesn't know. So yeah, if you don't know, I start I launched a channel about a month ago ish, where I launched um, a few videos about how to adapt the Legend of Zelda. Really, the channel is about how to adapt video games in general. But I'm starting with. The Legend of Zelda, it's going to be 17 videos long. I've released the first three. The first one is about the different kinds of stories you could adapt. The second one is about the, the different kind of medium. Um, and then the third one is basically a basic rules of like things that you can't really do or things that you need to do when adapting specifically the Legend of Zelda games into movie adaptations. Um, and then so the first one we're going to start off with is Skyward Sword. And of course, then we're going to tackle other uh, video games in the franchise as well, none of which Nans has played. Uh, so yeah, but. Skyward Sword being the uh, what technically was the first. What was in, that in, in like the history of Zelda? Like where it's the origin story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, what? What was what? You were talking about something for a little bit, and I didn't. Hear yeah, Skyward it. Sword. Wait, what? The Sword of the Skyward. Yeah, I don't know what that is. It's got, I know, you played like the, I think you even got to the first the, temple and you gave saying. up on it. Yeah. So. You're not yeah. even saying words at this point. I don't, Remember at I don't the end know. of Wind Waker when Link runs up. Oh, Wind Waker, I know that one. And I know what that one is. Jabs him in the face. That's what I'm doing to McCurdy right now. Run up McCurdy's <laughs> body, flip around in the air, and then just jab him. In his Which clearly that would have been a great game to start off with. You kill off Ganondorf, you're, you're, yeah. you're like the guy who's already had an origin story, blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah, yeah that would have been perfect to start off with. But right. yeah, no, but, I mean, Skyward Sword makes so much sense to start off with, even though, yeah, it's not the fan favorite. But again, that's also the big reason why you start off with it is because of the yeah. fact that it's not the fan Fair favorite. Boy. You're going to piss off the least amount of fans. Yeah. Um, but it is the beginning. Off the most amount of fans. No. Okay, McCurdy, you're, uh, did, did you. <laughs> Did you want to play Tetris on your your white wall? Or, I can't. Or? I can't. I was going to. I couldn't get it to work because again, this mm, is an old system. The, I don't have an original NES. I have like one of those knockoff NESs because the licensing for the NES so uh, hardware uh, went up, and so like a bunch of companies were like, "Oh, I'm just gonna make sell NESs that like are just knockoff NESs." So they play NES games. I have one. It's not working. I wanted to play it in the background while we were doing this, but it wasn't gonna. Out, oh so, so. okay all right big all major major letdown uh it's all good let's just here let's just remove them real quick <laughs> um, 
Uh, Nans, you got anything to plug? More Call of Duty coming up? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you want to check out my my channel, it's always uh, oh, hopefully it's always improving, but I'm there quite frequently Dude. and. Again, Nance, you need that service where we can comment live on your yeah. show, and and offensive things are being or at least I'm going to watch that video. Offensive tonight. things are being projected into your ears. That'll be fun. But uh, yeah. otherwise, I think most streamers uh, don't have that though, because I mean, like whenever like the big streamers, that would just be a constant. You just hear like yeah. dialogue. Yeah, because there's a way. I don't know if it's built but with Nance, Twitch, it'd be great. But there's definitely a thing where, like. You can donate, and above a certain threshold, it'll read out what it is determined by the the streamer. So I'm sure you could do it for even just the live chat, but um, I don't know if that's like a Twitch thing or something else. But I'm gonna yeah. check out that video you sent to see how I could get that going because that'd be cool. Yeah. Well, also anyway. I feel like if you are mostly playing shooters, I think it's harder to watch the chat as opposed to if you're playing like an open world game, you just got done yeah. with the task and look and see what the chat is is saying, kind of a situation. Yeah. Yeah, like if you're just standing still in a like a shooter, you're probably gonna get shot at. Yeah, so, otherwise it's like, hey yeah. wife, wife, get down here and read my chats. You know, that's <laughs> give you a hand job at the same time. She hasn't done yeah. I need a hand job and your chat reading. But that hasn't happened yet. So. It just reminds me of the South Park episode where there's just a bathroom. Bathroom, bathroom, bathroom. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, if nobody has any other further notes, we've already ranked Tetris. Tetris has joined number five on our list of 21. Uh, Kevra. Like we'd all recommend it too, right? I mean, oh, yeah. I, mean, I would definitely. Yeah, we never re-watched. even. I yeah. Generally, it. we just skip recommendations when it's clear that everybody is like, "Yeah, it's a good movie. You should watch it." But uh, to Huevos rants. He was like, "No, my none of my theaters showed it." it was like, "Dude, it's an Apple TV movie. You, you just need internet. Just like you'll." Well, you can, I will say, it, it felt like as I was watching it, they should have put it in a theater. Like they absolutely because yeah. I feel like nobody knows about this because one. Who the fuck has Apple TV? Like, nobody. No, not a lot of people have Apple TV. And then two, like, no one knows whenever something does come onto Apple TV, unless you're like Ted Lasso, basically. Yeah. Um, that's about it. And so it's like, I think it would have, because especially because the name is Tetris, I think a lot of people would have actually checked it out in theaters. I mean, yeah, it's it's got a big huge brand name that everybody knows. It's yeah. not yeah. as like personal, like as like a Mario thing would be. But still, I think it could have made like a, a decent chunk of the box office, especially because it is a good movie. It does have a decent story. Like the first time I saw that trailer, I was just like, oh, okay, now I'm on board with the Tetris movie. Yeah. So they absolutely, I, and I, my, I know Apple TV is doing that eventually. Like I think next year they're going to start doing things in the theaters. First impression was that the uh, that the the Taron Egerton character was going to be the creator, and it was about him coming up with the idea. And the moment that the, the movie started and, and he had an American accent, I was like, oh, OK, never mind. And then he ended up being just a very endearing character, just like a, a, like as we pointed out with uh, uh, the founder or uh, Moneyball, you know, this character who's like the the uh, the the guy chasing a dream. Right. And just like yeah. never taking no for an answer and all that. And that's what he ended up being. So, um, well, I think that's one of the things that the movie does brilliantly, because like. I mean, and I've talked with Ryan about this before, like how a lot of movies will start off a little bit more slowly to to uh, to develop the character, to do the exposition and blah, 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 blah. But this movie just fucking takes off running. 
Yeah. Like this movie is pretty much you see him at in Las Vegas. He's like, oh, that like he's he doesn't seem to be doing well. Like you kind of get the gist. Like he's he's not like where he wants to be in life. And then uh, as, that's reinforced by the banker scene where yeah. he's like, I need more money. And he's like, need, you owe us money already. Like no. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so you just like, even though that plot, the inside and the incident have already has like basically already happened of him like wanting to get the licensing and, and going out and doing all this stuff with Tetris, you still get at the very beginning like what his desires are, why you should like him, all that kind of stuff. It does it really well without taking a lot of time to do it, aside from his family, of course. But, you know, but hitting him as a character, absolutely. And that all goes back to my opening rant about how they they set him up, literally they set him up as player one, and they set up all the other players. But the idea being that he he's the guy who isn't necessarily, you know, a, a winner right off the bat, but he is going to risk all to make it big, and so once he does so, to the winner go the spoils, right? Versus to the to the winner go, you know, to the to the to the winner's government go the spoils so that they can squander all of it and they can become fat and all that. So it's like this guy, this guy risks everything to better himself and his family. And then beyond that, he 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 takes that money in order to enrich his best friend in the story who is the inventor of tetris who he respects because he's like dude i'm a programmer you're a programmer i love this game you know like i and i have the ability to enrich your life versus entrusting all of that to a government bureaucracy that is inevitably corrupt because that's just what happens that's what happens inevitably absolute power corrupts absolutely so uh, that's that's the lesson at the end of the day is that this guy risks everything and therefore he gets all the reward. The, the, the best man wins at the end of this story. And while that doesn't always happen in the short term, it does happen in the long term. And that's what we see is that that uh, at the end of the day, Tetris wins out. <clears throat> Although I will say I was kind of judging him a little bit whenever he goes to Russia and it, like, it becomes way more complicated than he thinks and he still doesn't give up, even though it clearly is like a dangerous situation for him and yep. his family. And I was just like, I don't know if I'd be doing all that shit, man. Like you're, they, you're they taking a big risk. I mean, your pants. family's at risk of being killed off by the fucking yeah. uh, <laughs> Russian yeah. government. And you're still fucking going for this. You're kind of a dick. Like your, your wife Again, should have fucking left you. Like, they you missed your daughter's recital. They never had anybody like covered in blood. Anybody who got beat up was like a little bruised, you know, but they, right. they were all right. They were all right. But, but but uh, otherwise, uh, Tetris turns out is uh, is a fun movie. It made number five in our list so far. So uh, just under John Wick, which uh, John Wick just wows, it just fucking wows. So anyway, uh, anybody else? Any you guys got anything toast? else to <coughs> anything before we toast, fellas? Kevra, you already talked about your Zelda videos. You got number four coming out. We're looking forward to that. But uh, okay, here's for Alexi. There he is. There he is. So the guy who made this. Is he still this... alive? I yeah. think so. I do believe he's still alive. So. They didn't still say around. he died, so I assume so. He hasn't died. He's still alive. He's still yeah. kicking. I mean, this all happened. This all happened when we were, most of us were born. So this is yeah. a lot of the, Before a lot we of this born. movie. I, I was born in 89. Like, 
I'm just saying a lot of the the major events. Yeah, I thought they said 88, 89. Original Game then, Boy came yeah. out in 89. He, which he is made when this game. Most of this was I, going. I believe yeah. he made this game in like 85, 86. Like that. The one, the single obvious thing that I thought this movie would do was that the inevitable falling of the Berlin Wall. I thought they would do a Tetris falling of the Berlin Wall, and they never did. And that maybe would that make... would be too obvious, but I was like, no, you should do it. <laughs> like, like do it in the credit. Yeah, just like okay. have like a little, little yeah. thing in the credits. Yeah. yeah. Like, in the credits, okay. That. But yeah. I was like, if they not... do it, like when they actually showed the Berlin Wall being torn down, like at the end of the movie, I would have been like, okay, I'm on board with everything that wish. I know Nans wasn't, but like all the tetris stuff, all the 8-bit stuff, I really enjoyed. Even the car hitting like the, the other cars, yeah. I enjoyed that. But I think the Berlin Wall, if you like had Tetris pieces like coming out of it, I would be like, no, that's where I'm up. No, that's where you take it one two. That's where I draw. But at I draw some point, at some point, it would have been so obvious in a good way. Like just do it, but they didn't. But whatever. But yeah. uh, But all the same, this this man, Alexei Pajobadadadadadalov, he fucking escaped communism by coding a game that everybody loved to the point where like, Hey dude, we're going to get you up out this situation because you, you deserve better. You need your entire family is going to be extracted to a place that can appreciate you so that you have the choice. You have the freedom to, to do more than uh, with your success. Like you have this success. Now you get to do, more with that you have the choice you have the freedom to do more with it and that's what he did he continued making games for uh you know he made hexagon whatever the fuck he Hexus. made but hexas yeah but uh it probably to, didn't uh, matter he's probably making and his main game went on to sell what it was a half uh, 500 million or 500 billion or no 500 million yeah, copies i think like that something ridiculous yeah. like it was yeah, like one yeah. of the best-selling games of all time yeah McCarty, you yeah. got anything else for Mr. Alexi? In in Russia, game make you. <laughs> uh, in in God, Soviet Russia, blocks destroy you. I love, I love, I still love from Russia with farms. Yeah, which yeah, <laughs> all goes back. Yeah, uh, the ultimate plug that. into our homeboy James Bond. So, all right, right. Alexi, you're a fucking god among men. Uh, uh, glad you came to America at some point because that's what you deserve. Cheers, fellas. Cheers. Good night, y'all. Good night.